Welcome back to another episode of Three Fans in a Pub. That's right. We happen to be at the most hip happening joint. This side of the Mississippi on a Friday night. <laughs> is it though? <laughs> it is the best it place is. in town to whit your whistle. Whit it. Whip cream. And uh Coo Whip You have the melodic voices tonight of uh Three Fans in a Pod. Uh, Episode 125, we've got some wrestling things to jibber-jabber about, and of course, you know, we're gonna always in the episode with a crazy thing we want to talk about, we'll keep that a surprise. But, uh, Fanatics, before we get into the nitty-gritty, uh, we have a first ever on our podcast, a retirement ceremony, if you will. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, but, interesting. We'll start off with the easy E. I messed that up. My bad. That's okay. <laughs> the, e- the easy part I could potentially keep. It's the sleazy that's going to have to go. And if you don't know what we're talking about, Google search Joey Ryan. You'll figure it out. Uh, if you don't know it by now. And if you're listening to us and you don't know it by now, I'm not understanding really why you're listening to us. Um, but yeah, it, it is true. It is true. Uh, it's damn true. I am retiring the sleazy gimmick uh, for my persona on this podcast. But on the flip side of that coin, I challenge, I issue a challenge to my co-hosts and cohorts, Carney Katie and Britty B, to over the next week or until we meet again, to try to book me with a new gimmick. And we'll see where it goes from there. But in the meantime, I will be ceremoniously burning my Joey Ryan shirt. <laughs> no, uh, nice. I mean, I'm about that sleazy life, but not that sleazy. That's, I, I can't well, not, hang, that's too much sleaze. I can't hang, hang with that level of sleaze. <laughs> I don't think anyone can. Now, if I were me 30 years ago, not 10-year-old me, <laughs> but if I were uh, 40-year-old me 30 years ago, uh, I probably could be. And it wouldn't be an issue. And we probably wouldn't know as much about his shit (laughs) because uh, of the lack of the internet and social media and so on and so forth. And people actually, you know, feeling like they can speak out about things that have happened to them. But here we are in the speak out movement. (laughs) In the (laughs) thick of it. In the thick of wrestling cultures, (laughs) speak out movement. And uh, I feel like I can no longer represent the sleaze comfortably. Fair points. So fuck. <laughs> so fuck. So twenty twenty has been a really shitty year. I actually thought about buying a badminton racket and being like a Jim Cornette Jr. <laughs> instead of a tennis you can't racket. Even do that. You oh, can't yeah. even do that. He got accused. Well, he got accused. He... <laughs> <laughs> you guys should listen to Jim Cornette's drive through from I think it was this Monday. Oh, he had that episode. Off. Oh god, it's good. It's good. <laughs> It's good. But it gives you a lot of insight into, like, their side of the story and what, and how the conversation that this guy allegedly had with his wife via Facebook or whatever social media platform it was in the messaging looks stitched together. Like, he cut and pasted, like, parts of the conversation to make it look like whatever he wanted to make it look like. And Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's a... He has a very interesting response i can't remember how long it was it was like a little over an hour i think oh i could see him just droning on for like 12 uh, yeah. hours <laughs> the one thing that really upset me about the whole thing i mean that's upsetting that people would go after him 
and and like he said, he was like, you know, people try to come after me all the time. I can take it. I have thick skin. I don't have feelings. Whatever. He was like, but when you go after my wife, who's a 45-year-old housewife, like, why are you attacking her? And also, I guess, uh, Bobby Fulton mm-hmm. um, had t- tweeted a picture of him and Jim, I think, like, a week before or so. All this shit hit the fan. And, like, he's a, like, a recovered recovered or recovering cancer patient. Mm-hmm. He tweeted a picture of Jim when they had dinner together, like, sometime last year or something. Whenever the picture was. And he said some really nice things about Jim. Jim replied with a tweet, said some very nice things about Bobby. And that was that. Until all this shit hit the fan. Then people were attacking Bobby Fulton. And he was like, so you guys are going after a 45-year-old housewife and a 60-year-old cancer patient? Because you're trying to get at me? He's why, like, I think I literally had nothing to do with it. Like, yeah. Why would that... Just because you're associating... Yeah, I mean, just basically. Like, literally, it was a week before everything happened. Like, basically, he didn't know this stuff. I'm certain Jim Cornette wasn't whispering in his ear, like, yeah. sexual harassment. Like, yeah, it, it was just really. Probably not. It was really fucked up. And I'm trying to remember what it was he said. And somebody, and I will admit, I am a member of the uh, Cult of Cornette Facebook group. And it's been really interesting. And actually, his wife, Stacy, just joined it and has not gone into a bunch of stuff, but, um, you know, just kind of thanking everybody for for their support and stuff. And um, But anyway, this, uh, this whole thing, he, he was just like, you know, I get... You know, what this guy was saying, what this one guy was saying about, you know, having been, like, a wrestling trainee or whatever, mm-hmm. and saying that he had to leave because uh, he felt like Stacy was trying to groom him to become part of their, like, sexual escapades or whatever. I don't know. And he was like, look, uh, he was like, you're, oh, shit, where's I going with this? My mind just went blank. It's <laughs> gone. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, he was like... I'm just... I don't know what the hell is wrong with me. I just totally lost where I was going with this. I'm trying to remember what he was saying about it. Anyway, he was like, I wish our sex life was as wild and crazy as everybody says it was. He was like, you know, over the past 15 years, we have a hot tub at our house, and there have been maybe six WWE, like, like big people like in our hot tub, and nothing has happened like that was out of the way or whatever and he was like you know you're coming after me and I don't get he was like I don't have feelings and I forget what he said there were three things he said I don't give a fuck and he said I only give a fuck about something and he said animals and handicapped children and the rest of you can fuck all the way off if you need to he's like I've never told anybody that they need to fuck off unless I felt like they deserved it and I'm like Okay, all right. But it was a really interesting listen. Just, uh, if nothing else, just to hear his... Right, right, right. Um, So, yeah. We've got a little bit more to go about the Speak Out movement before we actually start getting into the fucking actual thick of it. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Oh, Nameless One, we'll start off with you. What are you drinking this evening? Oh, Nameless One. Well, my Nameless Ass is drinking a (laughs) Schultzbrow 
brewing company Pilsner, German style Pilsner from German family owned uh, Schultzbrow Brewing Company in Knoxville, Tennessee. But and I'll, I'll go. But this finally loaded because I was just reading up about it a little extra. But I just like this and then part of the picture. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> okay, sorry. That sounds delicious. I'm the queen. It's, I have it's a name. Good. Queen V is my name. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm drinking something that's alright. It's called Truly Hard Seltzer with hints of wildberry. It's not a hint. There's a so lot of wild. fucking berry in it. Dropping like, all the hints. Heavy amount of berry. Is it truly a hard seltzer? I don't know. It just tastes like a bunch of berries. <laughs> it tasted it just tastes like It tasted berries. hard harder than I thought it would and uh, a little hard seltzer. little hard. Definitely seltzer. It could be it's gonna be eaten. God, You've been like that the whole day. I'm going, going full goat on this motherfucking can. <laughs> no, I'm going to drink it and then eat that can. If you do that, I will shit a brick. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle I this can eating erection. You don't know if I'm going home with her, Emily. You might have to make me spot on her couch. I'm not going home with that demon. <laughs> I don't that's know who this is. That's, that's <laughs> this is not Brittany. That's possession type behavior. <laughs> the queen has been abducted. Did. London has fallen. <laughs> Everyone said the possession is definitely eating cans. Eating Everyone cans. knows that. <laughs> and it's Son. me and the carny cany, the killer dog, the coolest cat always sitting at the goddamn table. And I'm drinking a Bud Light. And I'm going to do a shot of rum. Because I have so much liquor at my house right now for my birthdays. You brought that whole thing around. Nice. I did. It's a big bottle. It's almost gone. Mom drank a lot of it at the seafood boil. Did she? Ryan got drunk. It was amazing. Did he? It was a great time. <laughs> Best. Hi, Peter Potter. Peter Potter, get her. Get her, get her. What'd you do? I appreciate you. I appreciate you. But, uh, moving right along to some uh, more of the wrestling. So, in case you did not figure it out from the beginning spiel, uh, there's a speak-out movement going on in the wrestling world. I don't know how you haven't heard about this unless you're living under a rock. But basically a lot of wrestling... There's a lot of female wrestlers, as well as some male wrestlers, and a lot of people that aren't actually wrestlers that are speaking out about people in the wrestling industry and a lot of sexual misconduct going on. It's littered with it, I say. Oh, well, you know. But I mean, old school wrestling. Yeah, right. Are you surprised? Um... Another reason why I said, because uh, this story I actually just read the other day, um, it's I could be wrong, but it's the only male superstar I know that's come forward with anything, and it was Keith Lee. Keith Lee actually got raped. Oh, really? Wow. Basically, the story was, like, I think he was in Texas somewhere, and he was at some bar by himself, and he ended up doing some karaoke, and, like, afterwards, like, he was alone, and this lady was alone. She was like, can I sit with you? I really like the song you did, da 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 and she started making advances at him, and he basically was like, no. But he was like, you know, the conversation was great, I didn't want to hurt her feelings, so he was like, you know, let me buy you a drink to try and make amends. And she was like, no, why don't you let me buy you a drink? And he was like, cool, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Oh, shit. And he blacked out, so he got drugged, and he didn't wake up till the next morning in some strange hotel room. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? That's terrifying. I don't know, I was just kind of proud of him for actually speaking out, like, from a male perspective because a lot of people yeah. do forget like men can be raped too they can it's be something that's always bothered me about like you know like the teachers that end up being like pedophiles and things like that and if it's like a male teacher like he'll get like 
10 years or something like that, maybe longer, I don't know, with actual, like, sentences, but, yeah. you know, if it's a female teacher, I feel like she'll get, like, a year, it's just three months. It's, mm-hmm. like, weird, especially, like, it's, it's like they think that because it's a boy, usually, that it's, like, like, especially oh, when it's got, older, yeah. it's like, no, that's still, like... It's like, he's got games, still and you're a like, child. he's 13. <laughs> like, it's a child, like, they don't... Yeah. No. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. But no, yeah, no, I see. It's just that that's that's brave of him, especially with all this for him to do that. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I feel like especially I don't want to say like coming from a bigger guy, but like that's a bigger dude. Like you wouldn't expect. I shouldn't say you wouldn't expect him to get raped, but most people aren't gonna like look at him and be like. Yeah. So kudos to you, Keith Lee. I applaud your brave braveness. Uh, but some other interesting names that have also been accused, and do keep in mind, these are varying, varying acts that they are being accused of. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim Cornette, which we already talked about, Matt Riddle. Oh, I don't hear about Matt Riddle. I, I remember seeing. Yeah, he actually got him. accused by another female wrestler, and apparently, I forget who it is now though. But uh, apparently, they used to drive together, mm-hmm. and there were two other wrestlers in the car, and I guess her and Matt Riddle had had sex before. And they were asleep in the backseat, and he was like, you should hop on my dick. And she was like, no. And then he, like, grabbed her by the throat, and he was like, I just fucking make you. And, uh, then he made her give him a blowjob. Jeez. What a creep. Yeah. I'm not saying he's innocent or guilty. My whole thing with that is, I assume he's driving? Yeah. Because there's no way if she was driving that she could give him Blue job. Like, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, I would assume he was driving. Maybe. I just am confused by the whole hop on my dick thing. So, like, if you're driving, I don't see how you're gonna have sex with Apparently, someone. people do that. Do I don't they? know. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand the logistics of it, but I've, yeah. Like, having sex in the front seat of the car when it's not moving, like, yeah. But, like, why yeah. would you. Well, how are you doing it while you're driving? Because you can't. How do you not die? I would be terrified. Because <laughs> yeah, like, I'm assuming unless you're sitting on it facing towards the window, are you like, are you, do you become the eyes? Do you drive? Like, like, <laughs> do you become, you become, become the eyes? <laughs> but like, to become one and I become your eyes. This way, like, I'd be fucking like, no, like, I'm rare. Like, okay, like, so like, how does this work? If, if you're both forward facing, whose foot is on the gas pedal? Right? How does this work? It would have to be the person with the eyes, right? But what if your legs aren't long enough? Well, no, I, like, feel like, I feel like you have to concentrate know. on, like, the actual motion. Because, like, if the person... Unless you're just being bounced. Driving, I, I'm assuming... No, I feel like that would be <laughs> difficult for the person sitting to also have control of the car. Plus, I'm assuming they should just probably keep their feet on the pedals. I don't know how... Because I feel like if you're doing... Somebody's got to do the motion. You can't just sit there. <laughs> then what's the <laughs> point? She, can't yeah but what's the point i don't know inside a vagina with no movement i don't know the logistics are off but that's still fucked up if he did that to her no i mean like i don't say you could have just said it because you know how matt riddle kind of is like i'm not saying that proves he's innocent or guilty i just the logistics of it baffle me (laughs) i just like also if there was two other wrestlers asleep in the car i would definitely be like no i'm not sucking your dick and like i'd be loud i'd be like wake the fuck up yeah (laughs) Hey, there's some shit going on. No, not gonna suck your dick. There's people in the car. Like, it's a whole other reason too. Like, besides the fact that I don't want to, there's people. They're right there. Why do we? Why is this happening right now? 
Uh, who else? Um, Who's on so, the list? Yeah, Velveteen Dream, which happened a little bit before this all really blew up when that underage girl said he was, like, sending her pictures on oh. Instagram. Oh. And he, he said his account got hacked, and I never heard anything else about that, so I don't know if maybe they proved his account got hacked or not. Um, well, then, were they actual pictures, like, from him? Like, I think so. I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't really... Or say somebody like attacked, like attacked, <laughs> hacked his account and like just like got pictures of like a random dick offline. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, nice. yeah. but I don't know. Like if it's a full like him and a mirror, then I'd be like, that's a little hard. How? To, how did that happen? But you know what I'm saying? Like if it's just like random dick, maybe I don't know. Those people, people on the tandem bicycle outside are freaking out. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. They keep going back and forth. Yeah. We a have some... tandem bicycle. Yeah. We have yeah. <laughs> You're right. Oh my god, that was precious. Hey. We have. I like how you have the little pads to keep from slipping. I'm trying to focus on this and I just can't because I keep Sorry. seeing flashes of yellow. Yeah, like, we have. I want to see. Yeah, our neighbors across the street and over, like across the this way. Um, yeah, I think the dad, I think it was the dad who bought a, um, a tandem bicycle. And the very first time I saw him, he had, I think his daughter was riding on it. And she literally, I mean, from the time they left, and they went up the hill and around the corner and, like, right back, and the entire time she was screaming at the top of her lungs. Jesus. And he was, like, cackling maniacally. I'm pretty sure he just scared the absolute yeah. shit out of her. I said, go You were on a thing now. So, yeah. Um, Team <laughs> Dream, Austin Theory. Really? Which is, I don't think... And again, I'm not trying to shame anyone if they're a victim, but the actual story just didn't quite add up for me. It's a girl that's like 13 or 14, and she's got pictures of like them at an indie show, and she's smiling, and he kind of has her arm around her, and I mean, I'm not going to lie, it is kind of around her waist, but it didn't seem weird, but she's smiling, and she's like, you can tell I didn't want to be pulled in that close. I was like, not really, it looks like you just took a photo with a fan. Yeah, that's a little, like... But I think she actually did have, like, not messages of them over Snapchat of being inappropriate or anything like that. But at one point, I think he did ask her to stop saving the messages. So she stopped, so there's, like, no evidence over the conversations that he was ever like, I want to have sex with you or anything like that. They didn't handsome him. That's so, so weird. I don't understand, like, why... Like, my whole thing is, if they can actually prove that it was him talking to her over Snapchat, which I don't know if they did or not, but, like, that's kind of weird. Like, maybe that's don't really Snapchat weird. a 13 like, or 14-year-old. That, that, that's already that. weird. Just because you don't yeah. even know them in any sort of facet other than it's a fan, so you have no business. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make any sense for you to communicate with them past a picture. So if that is true... But if they can't... I mean, if they can't prove that anything was sent from the Snap... I don't know how that... I don't, yeah, I'm not, I, feel I, don't like know the logistics. I feel like everything is safe, though. Snapchat knows. Yeah. Snapchat knows everything Snapchat knows. Yeah. Just so you know, Snapchat's seen. But yeah, so, uh, Austin Theory, Darby <laughs> Allen, Marty Scrawl. Damn. Oh, watch it. Paige's family. <laughs> His, Paige's family? <laughs> yeah, no, the whole family. The family. What? Um... This story didn't really make sense to me, and it's not that, like, logistically, I just... Pages the article family. The article I read they didn't, didn't seem like it made the whole family look guilty, which is why I'm so confused, because every time you read an article about it, they're like, it's the family. And I'm like, it seemed like it was... Not Paige. No, not Paige. Family? I'm assuming it's her mom and her dad. Wait, I think I may have heard, like, an article where they, like, together 
were like be doing things with like girl not like girls I, I don't know I didn't really but wasn't there something where they were like having sex with like people like like a swinging thing or am I missing? no that's what Jim Cornette got accused of well, that, well, yeah. Okay, well, and they do. He really—he like, was like, "We swing." Like yeah, see but it's about always that been now, consensual. And... I just don't—I feel like I completely forgot about it. But please, I'm very curious about this one. So, like, basically, I feel like maybe the reason they're actually saying it's the family is apparently there's this email from back in 2005, which wow. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit. Um, yeah. I feel like it's because they know it's someone in the family, but they're not sure who the author is or who the recipient is. This story is very murky to me, because, like... Oh, my gosh. Okay, so the Ringside News has... Eh, Ringside News has been sent an email correspondence to a wrestler from the AWS email account. That is their family's wrestling. Oh, school. yes. Okay. So I guess it's, like, that account. So they're not sure who exactly sent it. But it did date back to 2005, and basically, um, the res- like I guess she was trying to get booked, and the response was like, I like sexual favors. <laughs> I'm not joking, like, that's apparently, like... Oh. That seems... Yeah. And it was like, now don't get all upset and attitude for I'm joking, for I'm joking with you, but at the same time, I'd fuck you like you have not been fucked before, dot, 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 my friend, a bunch of exclamation points. That seems uh, uh, okay. odd. But it's like, look, it's just like this. I put the book in Adam's hands for the SAT events, which I'm assuming is Saturday. But with the shows that we will be doing on Wednesday night starting in January 2006, I will indeed be booking talent that does not get a push on the Saturday shows. I don't know the dates for that first Wednesday night show yet, but is there another girl around to make a tag match? So it's like, it was really creepy, and then, like, they actually were like, but this is how the booking will work. <laughs> Unless they were alluding to a threesome with another girl with tag match, wink. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think it is, un- I mean, definitely I do think that's inappropriate if that's how you're going to do a professional email. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I do think that's a little inappropriate. Like, this is supposed work to be on, an actual work, copy work, of the work, email, work, work but I, your... I want you guys to see, like, there literally were that many is <laughs> Like, I like sexual favors. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not lying. Upset an attitude for I am joking with you, but at the same time, I'd fuck you like you have not been fucked before. Dot, 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 my friend. Why is there yeah, my I friend? I don't, I don't know. It shit's weird. My friend. That sounds so weird. They need to work on their intros. The, uh, they need to work on your intros and your good, outros. They have a good uh, attention grabber there. Uh, I don't I like sexual favors. I'm hooked. What's, I'm where's, hooked. The, where's the rest of this email going? No, but still, I... I I feel like it just sounds really weird. It's inappropriate for sure, but also at the same time, I feel like I might have just been like, no thank you, and went about my merry day. Honestly, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I would just be like, I guess I'm not working with this yeah, I guess people. I'm out. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm not saying it's inappropriate, but I'm also saying, what are you going to do at this point? It's from 2005. You don't know who sent it. I guess just don't go with that wrestling promotion? I don't know. Inappropriate, but still very weird. It sounds like one of those fake emails. It's just very weird. Send me a pic of your So, like, you've held on to that email since 2005? Right? Like, that, too. Like, how? I mean, I'm not saying... How has that email survived? It's just so weird. 
Like, it definitely does not sound right either. Show, send me pictures of your vagine, my friend. Like, my friend throws me <laughs> up and makes me friend. feel like this is not right. Like, something like... I'm going to start putting that on all the ends of all my texts. <laughs> yes, my, my friend. friend. My friend. That's like uh, uh, my friend. that 90 Day Fiancé show that I watched. You know, they've had, like, a handful of uh, women going to meet men in Nigeria. And um, they say that a, the lo- or my man... My man, think this is true, my man, or you know, this is my, true, my, my friend. Or, um, I noticed that there was a girl named Tiffany who met a guy named Ronald who was from South Africa and a white guy from South Africa. But he would I, mean, he I was, didn't finish that season, but I know what you're talking about. Yes, she's like the but he always says and wants to go do things and stuff like that. And he always says, My boy, <laughs> well, and like when he's talking to his stepson and stuff, like, Oh, Daniel, my boy. And the, but you know then when he was talking to his buddies, I mean, he's like my boy, and I was like, that's just it's like you're saying that a lot. That you're saying my boy a lot. Uh, like I guess it's like dude. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna limit you to three my boys per day. <laughs> no more my boys. Um, but yeah, so Paige's family. Um, <laughs> so Sammy Guevara's case was a little different, and to be honest, there's much more people in this list. But I'm, I'm just going through the relevant ones, but like the bigger names, because there's a lot, and we don't have time. Go through them all. <laughs> There's it. Um, but Sammy Guevara didn't really. I mean, he said something he shouldn't have, but he didn't like send dick pics or was trying to hit on underage girls or anything like that. He was on a podcast, and if anyone happened to notice, him and Twitter had a little bit of a sausage sausage beef. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> There's this little Vienna sausage about it. <laughs> Twitter beef. Twi- Twitter beef is what I see. <laughs> I don't even know where I got sausage from. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, it's not even like this. It's so like, the same. Like They're two completely separate words. If anybody's having a disagreement, like, I don't know what I did. I'm having a little sausage. I don't know what I did. Why does he have such a sausage beef with me? As opposed to what other kind of beef would you I'm have? Not, I'm, not, I'm not the only one that's been talking nonsense all day. <laughs> oh my god, there was sausage beef. Oh, god damn. That's uh, going in the notes. <laughs> Potential <laughs> title. Oh, yeah. Just a little sausage beef. Sausage beef and the end of the sleeve. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Um, so he had, so he had a Twitter beef with Sasha Banks. Like over this past weekend, and um, they're having a back and forth because sausage. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> I can't stop now. Everything's a fucking sausage with you. <laughs> I almost said that I could like, but it's take a It's okay. Seat. I can mouth. Oh my god, this you have sausage <laughs> Oh my god. I really want, like, a picture of a sausage. <laughs> John has something. John, what is a sausage? What sausage banks? <laughs> it's just it's just a Vienna sausage banks. <laughs> That's why I said that though, because it was really important. Sausage. Yes. Yeah. Bless. I can't say Sasha tonight. <laughs> I'm crying real human tears right now. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> and I'm leaking. No, that's not Okay, okay. alright, so. <laughs> Snap back to reality. Wait, can you start from the beginning? <laughs> yeah, so. 
Sammy Guevara and Sasha Banks had a Twitter beef this past weekend, and the whole basis of it was that uh, Banks and Bailey, um, they had a tag match with the Iconics, or nope, nope, not with them. It was Shotzi Blackheart and uh, Tia Knox on NXT. So they were going against AEW, and um, Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho had a tag match at the same time. So I don't think they actually beat them in the overall ratings for the show, but like for that time slot where they were on at the same time, NXT did better than yeah. them. And uh, so Sasha Banks tweeted out like we're better than hashtag late sex gods, and Sammy Guevara like chipped in and like they were having a back and forth. Chris Jericho was mm-hmm. like congratulations to you guys, but he said something else like kind of snarky. Yeah. yeah, like not he was being very encouraging. He was like you guys are really good, but, but you're not for me. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, trying to be still in character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can tell he meant no harm. But yeah. I don't remember exactly when this was, but, like, that happened. <laughs> and all of a sudden, there was this thing with Sammy Guevara that he had said on a podcast. Um, so, again, I don't know when this podcast was, but apparently he worked at a WWE event before he got signed with AEW. I know like what you saying. I read this article. Yeah. yeah. And during <laughs> that like, podcast, oh. he was talking about Sasha, yeah. Sasha Banks. Sausage Banks. Talking about Sausage Banks and how hot she is. And he was like, I'd fucking rape her. He did. Like, he literally was like, I'd fucking rape her. And I'm like, Sammy. <laughs> no. Don't. No. No. <laughs> I'd rape that sausage. <laughs> this is my rape so sausage. Horrible. God damn. No, but I, re- I remember because I read that article one morning and I was kind of like, what did he say? Yeah, I know. I and then like, I was like, oh, God. Like, I know, like, probably when he... I don't know. I just feel like... He should have said, why? She's really pretty. Some things, like, I feel like... I'd have sex with her. Like, he was maybe trying to be over... I feel like in that moment, maybe he was trying to be over the top to be funny, but it was, like, that line that you should... Don't say rape. Like, even if you would say, like, something, oh, man, I'd fuck her so hard. Like, that's immediately... It's still kind of weird and odd if... Well, I feel like even then probably nobody would have brought that up, but you throw rape in there, and that immediately takes it to You could have... Like you can, really said, I'd have sex with her consensually. I have sex with her Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's a difference between, like, even saying I'd fuck her versus, yeah. like, I'd fucking rape her. Like, to me, at least, I'd be like, that's not real. Clearly implying that she like, said no. Like, somebody I didn't know, and I heard them say something like, oh, I'd fuck you, would be like, that's off-putting. No thanks. But I'm gonna go at the now. same time, I'd be like, all right. If somebody's like, I'd fucking rape you, I'm like, Well, there's I'd. just a level of, like, violence and aggression that comes along with that word. Oh, well, like, also, like, women do worry about things like that in yeah, certain situations, yeah. so when somebody's like, I fucking rape you, I'm like, don't you <laughs> I literally have pepper sprayed a knife on me for that very reason. Yeah, when I'm walking in a dark parking lot from a store to my car, I'm not worried about someone trying to have sex with me or I'm trying to hit me up. I'm worried about somebody trying to, like, fucking rape like, me. Yeah, right. Me over the head. Like, uh, that's what we're worried about is getting fucking raped. <laughs> so... Nah, it was inappropriate. Like, you know, he shouldn't have said it. I'm sure he probably now regrets it at least. Yeah, no. He's been suspended till further notice, and I think he has to undergo sensitivity training, so I'm not really sure. I feel like Mm. every case they're trying to take it, like, because it's AEW and... Well, and I think it's just... Because Darby Allin got accused too, and so did Jimmy Havoc, so it's like a wrestling thing. It's not just... No, I think they are going to have to take it, like... A case at a time, because I mean, honestly, like, also as much as some of them, you're like, I can definitely see that being, I'm sure that happened, and others, you're like, I don't know, I mean, technically everyone is innocent until proven guilty, you know what I'm yeah. saying, so you do have to take into account that 
you have to put some sort of effort into making sure that the claims are legitimate. Not that they shouldn't be taken seriously, but I'm still saying, like... There just has to be an investigation. People can lie, no matter male or female, <laughs> about anything, so... But that still is a lot. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Sammy Guevara, Will Ospreay, which I think his was more of a bullying thing, but I could be wrong about that. Jimmy Havoc, Trent Seven, uh... Jordan Devlin, Jack Gallagher, who's actually been erased... From, yeah, he's, uh, like, gone. But what did he do? Because I feel like I heard that, like, I all of, I saw an article saying that he was just, like, being let go first from, like, you know, WWE. And then, like, that they, like, took down everything regarding him. Like, any matches that he was on on, like, WWE Network or anything like that. I feel like they tried to, like, yeah. get so, rid of. Mm-hmm. Apparently a woman named Becky has come forward with a story about gentleman Jalagher... Gentleman Jack Gallagher. <laughs> she alleges that the WWE superstar got her drunk on New Year's Eve. I was trying to figure out that, but I couldn't do it. <laughs> she alleges the WWE superstar got her drunk on New Year's Eve in 2014 after he poured straight spirits into her glass. He allegedly made unwanted advances and wouldn't take no for an answer. This is in quotation marks, so apparently she said this. Jack asked me to sit on his lap. I said... He then sat on my lap and made advances. The entire time I expressed that I was uncomfortable, but I also didn't want to make a scene. She claims to have resisted his advances, but when she tried to push him off, he grabbed onto her. This caused him to hang onto her skirt and rip it. She left the park immediately after that. What? Mm. <laughs> what? Like, don't get me wrong. I feel but like, like that, is that, is that, was that, not, I hate to say was that it, but was that what happened? the bulk of it from what I see. Like, I mean, that honestly sounds like he may have been a little bit too drunk. I don't know the situation. Ugh. I mean, it could have been anything. It could have been like, maybe he really did think, and then he got over, you know what I'm saying? Wait, who was on whose right. lap again? That's what I'm confused. Like, was did he, he was on her lap? Like, did she ask? Or like, it sounds the like he asked her, the... and then she said no, and he's like, well, and sat on her lap. It's what it makes me seem like, which is weird, but I'd also be like, I'd push him with a fire off if I was that uncomfortable. No, thank you. He's a tiny guy. Right. I'd be like, you were gonna die. Get off my lap. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was a bit from what I read. Uh, Jack Elder... I feel like also they that, just so they really also care, included so get rid of Jack Gallagher. We're fine. Just yeah, take him as sacrifice. They also included James Ellsworth, which his thing was like a while forever back, ago. Gross. Still, no. Yeah, it makes was. sense though that he would be. He his makes sense. Like I could definitely always see him being weird and rapey, just gross. He looks like a turtle man. And then the last name on the list, the one and only Sleazy Joey Ryan. Oh, man. Well, it's finally moved to wrestling. Yeah. It might have should have moved to wrestling first. Well, a long time ago. Yeah, why didn't it start in wrestling? That's where the bulk of it has has come to light. I mean, I definitely think it's important. And I know that, like, usually this happens like this because when one person speaks out, then others that have been in those situations you know, feel empowered and feel like they should speak out to you, which I think is wonderful. At the same time, you also get people coming up with things in order to get part of something. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying it's all or any. I'm just saying I feel like this could take a slippery slope. 
It seems like that'd be like honestly, if every if they if everyone dug deep enough, I'm pretty sure most of those wrestlers, females included, might be on that list for something. Yeah. Like I don't know. It just it seems like this is gonna be a above your head. I just feel like it. I mean, not that this has happened yet, because most of these accusations are like I'm saying normal things. The Jack Gallagher one kind of confuses me. It sounds like a bad party, man. It yeah, it sounds, sounds like, like a bad. bad I mean, it sucks that your skirt got ripped. Well, it does. Like it just sounds weird. But like, it just sounds like he was maybe falling, and he was like, <laughs> like, like just grab it onto whatever. It's yeah. kind of weird issue. Just the whole thing. It sounds like a drunk horror show. Not gonna lie. <laughs> what, what it I, um, literally sounds like to me. Like, How did no one like, ever hear about this till Nile? Like, it was a New Year's Eve party. No one ever spoke out about the time Jack Gallagher got drunk and ripped a girl's well, skirt. Maybe, yeah. They also were like, "Wow, this is a drunk horror show." Like. She obviously didn't have sex. He's like, I'm, I'm so horny like that. Pale. I didn't know who Maybe that was. What he said. <laughs> Touch <laughs> my mustache. <laughs> if I went to a party like that, you best bet I'm telling both of you about that. Yes. If it, like, both of it happened to me and it didn't. I'd be like, guess what the also, fuck happened I mean, at this New Year's party? Yeah. I mean, and you'd assume that there would be other wrestlers there, maybe. Even if not, I'm just saying that. Yeah. I hope there would be more than just Jack Gallagher. Maybe I'm just a, <laughs> that's disappointing. It's a party of two <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm leaving. Now that would that would definitely be like legitimate. Like, Can you imagine like you thinking it was Have you ever had English party? sausage? I went to a party and it was just him and then he asked me to sit on his lap and now that and I'd be like, okay. No. That, no, that takes no. it to a whole another level. Like that was legitimate like creep. Have you ever had English sausage? Oh no. I'm never gonna get away from the sausage <laughs> thing, am I? Bangers. Sausage banks. Sausage banks. Like you have to put like the blue like hair on the Vienna sausage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the rings on its hands. Give her tiny sausage arms. Legit sauce. S A U S. Jesus. Alright, um, so in other just wrestling big things happening around the world, um, Renee Young has COVID-19, which is Oof. sad. That's why Moxley actually wasn't on AEW this week, because he did the right thing and told his employer, hey, I've been in contact with someone with COVID-19, and they were like, sweet, stay away. Stay away. Again. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. I mean, I'm glad he didn't come to be like, hey, announce it. Well, no, but I thought it was very nice of Tony Kong because he, like, tweeted a very nice thing about Moxley, and he's like, this is what a champion does. Work it into an angle. Do it. Do you ever think Tony Khan might try to do, like, a Vince McMahon? Oh, shit. He has a, does he have his own strut? His own power walk? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> No one can ever do that. Like, that is Vince's yeah. thing. Like, Nobody can power walk so hard. I don't care what your claws. thoughts on Vince McMahon are right now. I still love him. Secretly, I'm pretty sure he's Satan. Mm. He but <laughs> he tore his quads. He power walks so hard into a ring. Can you imagine power walking that hard? That was so funny. It was, was like, wild. He's like an angry baby on the floor. He's like, I can't get up. They, they talked to him some in the Undertaker's uh, documentary. That's so crazy. And they... Um, and like you, you really see him, like if I don't think he would get this emotional about his own children, especially Shane. I think he hates oh, sorry, Shane. Shane. Have you yeah. seen like the 
It's yes. like a picture or a Twitter thread where it shows like how he's like said everybody's like birthdays and it's like, for shade. Yeah, and like and oh. like Stephanie's like, Why do my beautiful daughter? And even some wrestlers and it's like happy birthday at Shade. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Ah. Well and the whole thing that we were talking about, like where Edge tweeted that picture of him like as a woman, like with the the woman the female filter or whatever. There was somebody did that. Uh was it was it in Squared Circle Entertainment Group? That I don't know. Anyway, somebody posted a bunch. Oh no! Of, yeah, I think it was. I saw that. Yeah, somebody posted a bunch of pictures, and there was one of Stephanie. Like they did, like Michelle McCool as a woman or as a man, as a, as a man, and it looked <laughs> and it looked terrible because in the picture, I think it was when she had like a braid or like it was either a Viking braid or cornrows or something, and it didn't translate well into yeah. the. But Stephanie. As a dude, I was like, why can't we have that Shane McMahon? Like, I wouldn't mind to look at his goofy ass, like, at, he's on every WrestleMania. Goofy, he's always been goofy. I think yeah. he actually looks better now that he's older than when he did when he was okay. younger. Okay, so, it, side tangent, what is the, okay, and I don't know if it's just my age or, like, what the deal is, but dudes look so much better as they get, like, when they get to about 50, 45, between 40 and 50, <laughs> they start looking real... You know, I mean, it always depends on the guy, but yes, like a lot of them, yeah, I feel most like, of them. Yeah, not every one like of them. Sometimes obviously, they get through, like a certain age, like they get it's like their they, shit together a little bit. It's like they grow, like, into, they themselves. grow into themselves. Yeah. Whereas, yes, unfortunately, I feel like for most women, it's like tends to be the opposite. Like you, you start out and you're like in your prime, and then like the older you're like ah, this just takes more work to like look. I, I, will say, I feel like I honestly feel like it takes so true more work for me to, to look, look the same like way. I am putting work into myself. I, I will say Michelle McCool has a very big part in this documentary. They talk to her. I would say, for like the amount they talk to Mark, like Mark Calloway, they probably talk to her about seventy percent as much. Like I mean, they talk to they you know you get his take on it and you get her saying well. You know, this is how he was feeling, blah, 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 blah. Not, like, contradicting him always, but um, giving her feedback and her two cents in. But she, I was, a, like, after watching the first couple of... He's barking at a neighbor. Intruders! Intruders! Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to go get his ass. Like Arcee. Hey! Isn't that how always lays on that? With his butt hanging out? Sometimes, yeah. Just get down from there and go. His tiny little legs that ramp. Why is it so cute? Uh, I know. But I'll admit, after the first episode or two, I was like a little, little. I had like a little bit of an obsession with Michelle McCool. I was like, damn, she looks good for her age. I mean, it, her body. It's not just like she's yeah. pretty, but she's let herself go. Like, no, she has not. She is she fit as fuck. Every Rumble, hasn't she, since they started the women's one? I think so. Yes, well, good for her. But well, speaking of the uh, Undertaker documentary, yes. um, Undertaker <laughs> kind of announced his retirement. Yeah. Yeah, which I think... Keep talking about that. Yes. I feel like it makes sense for that to be the whole point of the documentary. I still haven't finished it yet, but, you know, being a wrestling fan, you're going to run into spoilers. Yeah, I mean, I knew that the, before. the title of the article was, Undertaker announces his retirement. So and I was like, like, what? And then I read the article, and they were like, during the last ride documentary series, I was like, 
Oh, thank so you. you just told me. <clears throat> thank you so much. But from what I gathered, he basically said that he has no desire to get back into the ring ever again. But pretty sure he said under the right circumstance, if Vince really actually needed him, he might lace his boots up one last time. And I was like, Jesus Christ, he'll be at WrestleMania again. Not yet. Um, now, the thing that makes me think that it might be real is the reaction that not fans are having, but like Madison Square Garden did a tribute to him and things like that. So yeah. Like, if they're believing it's real, then it kind of leads me to believe a little bit more it's real. Like, yeah, I think I think he's really... I think after the match with AJ, the Boneyard match, I think he was really happy with how that turned out. And as much as he talked about, like, riding off, you know, on the motorcycle and stuff mm-hmm. after... he, I think he... It seemed like he felt like that was a really good ending to the story. But, yeah, he did totally say he was like... You know, if Vince called me and he was in a bond, would I, would I come through? He's like, I don't know. Yeah, like, I but think I, I, I think it's pretty much like it really is going to depend on. I feel like if he does come back, he's going to be very picky about why he comes back at this point. Right. He's like, I'm not doing another. He's got to protect his legacy. Because yeah, he hit a Roman couple Reigns, of snafus there with with. Reigns, and then was it John Cena right after that with that stupid mm, bullshit? Yeah, and then there was the Goldberg thing. Oh God, Saudi Arabia. And they showed that you know he was like, <laughs> I was two inches away from making my wife a widow and leaving my kids without a dad. He was like, that's it. Really hit me. It was hard to watch, even no, knowing yeah, you, even knowing how it happened and having seen it before, it was hard to watch because they showed it a couple of times and I was just like, I can't. And because it, it was, af- and why Goldberg tried that after he fucking rang his own bell running into the turn- turnbuckle? It's like, why would you? Or not into the turnbuckle? I think he hit yeah. the ring post. Was no, it was like a metal. No, was it the door? I think it was a door. Then he was like fucking headbutted. No, it was. Uh, they were in the ring, and he went to spear him. And he oh, missed no. and hit the, I think it was between the middle and top turnbuckles, he hit the ring post, split his head open, concussed himself, and then still tried to get him up. And I'm like, why would you do that? Cause the Why do you want to kill the Undertaker? <laughs> Old bird. <laughs> you can't have worse matches than me. I have the worst matches as an old timer. Goldberg still sort of looks the same. I think the next time Goldberg wrestles, he should wrestle Gilbert. <laughs> oh, that's an old timer's match I can get behind. <laughs> that's I like that. But yeah, so could it have been the last time we see The Undertaker? I kind of hope so, but I kind of don't. I don't know. It's mixed Talking. feelings. The man is such a giant wrestling personality that's kind of weird to think about that he might not It is a little bit because as much as like I feel like even not even this pop so loud it was the same thing that popped before when I was doing that thing about how to fuck a car crackle pop that's your new gimmick no I already she needs a new gimmick she needs needs a new gimmick that's a snap crackle pop damn that really that one like hurt but no like what I was saying is I feel like the when he was coming back, you know, probably a couple years ago, and everybody was like, oh no. Like, you were, it, it honestly didn't look great. You were like, oh no, like, he shouldn't. But then I feel like he realized that I need to. And then he really, like, I feel like he came back and started coming back, and it really wasn't as bad as you would have thought. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He almost looked better coming back later. Yeah. And then I feel like after he started looking better, now he's like, I'm done. And we're like, come on. Like, you might as well have done. I feel like he should have 
done something more. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. If I feel like it's hard though. How do you? I'm, I'm okay with that being his retirement. But I, I kind of understand what you're saying. Like I don't know. But then I, I feel like his retirement should have been like I completely why the Bone match happened, and I'm glad it happened that way. But like I feel like you should have either waited to have that match with AJ or have done it with someone better than Roman the time he retired he left like that to me is the retirement like folding up the jacket putting the hat down I'm out yeah and Um, I feel like that's kind of I don't know if I want it to be like that but I feel like maybe there should be something but then also what do you do to retire a guy like that maybe there is no right way to do it I don't even know he's big enough to not have this and I don't know how you would have it. I feel like maybe you'd have to have another match with someone like AJ. But, hell, if it's his retirement match, throw him in the title picture. Just do it. Yeah. Like, just do it. Because he's old school. He's going to put the other guy over. Yeah. So it's not like you have to be like, <sighs> better have him fight Shawn Michaels again. Yeah. Oh, what? Hey, that was like one of the greatest feats ever. Yeah, but. Oh, three times. Two times. Three times. But they don't need to keep doing that. They don't need to. They should. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff they don't need to do. Exactly. Speaking of things they don't need to do, I believe that was all we had for the rounds. <laughs> At least as far as the news. Um, anything big happen this week you guys want to talk about? Like I will life? say Asuka finally beat Charlotte. Oh, okay. yeah. I thought you were just talking about life, and I was like, I don't know, man. No, well, we'll get to that. That's, that's, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I but I will say they did still keep Charlotte looking strong because Nia Jax attacked her beforehand, but mm-hmm. there was no actual interference during the match, and hell, right. I'll take it for Asuka, because when I heard they were having mm-hmm. a match on Monday Night Raw, I was like, gonna do it again. Yeah. Gonna do it again, because that's what yep. happened when she got the SmackDown title. Yep. And it was just on a random, I think it was on Friday night, or were they already, were they on Tuesdays? I don't remember, but yeah, whatever day SmackDown was on. Yeah. Just random whatever night, and they were like, oh, not a pay-per-view. Because that's how she got the title match with fucking Asuka, or goddamn Charlotte, or Ronda and Becky. <laughs> Who are yes. you talking about? I feel like my grandmother. Sausage bakes. <laughs> I told you. No, that's how Charlotte got into the um, main event at WrestleMania with Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch. Yeah. She beat Asuka mm-hmm. on the SmackDown. Yeah. Like, that's some bullshit. Yeah, that yeah. was. And she tapped at the Asuka lock, and I was like, fuck. Yeah, bring it back. Like, yes. I think it was just like, well, we knew it was going to happen when she came up, but, but they just, I feel like they did it way too I feel like we time. thought she was untouchable, though. Yeah. Like, with how they treated her in NXT, mm-hmm. I think we all thought, like, and yeah. they did. They booked her fine until she lost to Charlotte at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And then I just was like, all yeah, that hurt just, just Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that shouldn't have been mm-hmm. it. Like, I understand, but, like, why do you have to, after that, be like, just float her in yeah. the Yeah. her. Purgatory with you. But, yeah, basically. Uh, anything else happened? I didn't. Big Show challenged Randy Orton. Maybe I don't know. Don't think I watched was the Oscar Charlotte Flair match. <laughs> yeah, I think in the in the it may have been in the, the Colts group or whatever, but somebody had said something earlier in the week about reports of Nia Jax having broken Charlotte Flair's collarbone and all this stuff, and everybody was like, "It's a work," and I was like, "All right, here's the deal." Uh, if it's not a work, then she needs to get the fuck out because she's dangerous and keeps hurting people. Uh, yeah, for real, because that's not okay. Yeah, and I was like, like and I feel like Vince would have been like, no, not, yeah. not one of my golden girls. And I was like, if it is a work, 
then I still think she should <laughs> either be like left off of TV or just, I don't know something. Just cause she's not, she's not that talented. And what I said in the group was I called her a sideshow attraction. And then I, in parentheses, I clarified and I'm like, and before anybody gets it twisted, what I mean by sideshow attraction is that I don't feel like she's that talented. But it's because she's so much bigger than the other women. It's like the Nyla Rose thing. Yeah. But. Or like Braun Strowman. And I'm not saying Braun Strowman's not talented, though. But it initially is that size thing. Right, right. It's the gimmick. It's like, oh. It's it's like booking Nyla against Riho. It's booking. David versus Goliath. Yeah, it was like booking uh, Nia versus Alexa. Or Nia versus Asuka booking Braun versus Rey Mysterio. I mean, like, yeah, it's it's very, it's too on-the-nose gimmicky. When At this you, point, it's like... When you have a, so times. When you have somebody big like that, I mean, like, if they had been able to book a decent Braun Strowman Bobby Lashley feud... And I think they may have had, like, a couple of matches or something. I, but you know how that is? Like, they, they'll put them against somebody, they'll have a match or whatever, and then all of a sudden they they just, like... Go off the... It's not yeah. even like they turn the page. They just put that book on the shelf and get another book out. And they're just like, oh. <laughs> this is happening now. And you're like, okay, what? and then in this story, you're like, wait a minute, what the fuck? We're what not... Happened? We can't jump that quickly. No, 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 no. Keep up. <laughs> what the hell is what's going what? on? What are we doing? <laughs> what story I wish they would close the book on is this Lana shit. <laughs> so she's going to tell you now? I don't know. I don't... I can't keep up with Bobby this Bobby Lashley said he wanted a divorce. Now she's popping up with Natalia, which I don't understand, because now he's fine on the mic. Lana's. They need to not, just like, no. Like, they honestly need to just let Lana go away. Like I know that sounds bad, but like, what is she doing? Right she's she's not really bringing anything to the table. I mean, I feel like if she was really working on her wrestling skills, her mat on, skills and stuff, like she a better ringside, like you know what I'm a saying? Ballet. A yeah. ballet. Sorry, yeah. I can't think of ringside. Well, <laughs> here's the ringside. thing: is that you don't have to let her talk so much. She doesn't have to. You don't have to put her in backstage bits. You and don't also, have to get her cut promos. I haven't listened to her recently, but is she still trying to do the no. accent? No. She gave up that shit like well, a year ago. she probably ago. should, because for a while she would just be in no, and yeah, out. When we first started like, watching, she was in and out. Like, like, she would so do it sometimes, other times not. Yeah, like, she gave it up. Just do one or the other, because like, this is fucking annoying. Like At this point, everybody knows you're not fucking rushing. Russian. Russian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Russian. Not Russian. Not Russian. <laughs> <laughs> Russian. I just don't understand about how you release Rusev. And I mean, I understand he hadn't been right. released in a while, but whom is... Way more as far in the wrestling business, more talented. tremendously talented but than keep, Lana. Because they're still married too. Really. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and but I think it was more him asking for his release, and I don't think she wanted to leave yet. Uh, yeah, they probably. Well, she uh, at that point, I guess she was probably making money, so she's like, I'm not gonna leave. And I mean, I guess I don't know at that point that, but you know, she was doing something, whether it be good or not. She was still. Doing I don't something. think Rusev necessarily left. I feel like he didn't like his booking, but I don't think he left with like too many sour grapes about the company necessarily like right i think he was just like you know what let's just call it i'd like to actually go and wrestle if you don't mind but for now (laughs) let me just uh is he on twitch i know he has a youtube channel we don't know he may be on twitch but he has a youtube uh you know because his name is miro miroslav banyashev so it's i think his twitter his shit his twitter his um 
YouTube is to be Miro. Like, what is it like to be Miro? But it's just to be Miro. Um, his, like, social media posts and stuff, he seems a lot happier now <laughs> that he's not with the company. But I bet he is, but... But I'm not happy. I know, like, <laughs> Rusev Day. I know. That shit was fantastic. I mean, it was so... No, can we talk about that for a second? That it, it went still so... It blows my mind that something that was actually not supposed to be that over was the biggest thing in wrestling for probably about six months. Yeah. Like, it was Even after every... they tried to brush it under the rug. Every... The, oh, no. The Rusev like, got. Like, Rusev <laughs> It was good. It was good. It was great, honestly. Mm. I loved it, too. It was good. And then they literally just fucking killed it. Which I hate that. You literally had a golden goose egg yes. fall into your lap. And you're mm-hmm. like, I don't want this. I'm going to throw this away. Like, that, I don't want to fuck it. Lana Day. No. No. It's that fucking Rusev Day. some bullshit, but like, two more behind it for like a second. We're like, maybe. Yeah. Like, we'll get back sure. to you. <laughs> we'll get behind you. I like her, fl- her the Russian flag colors better. I don't know. Yeah. No, Rusev Day was it was for some random ass thing like it, it should not have worked on paper when they pitched that. That's one of those happy accidents. Yeah. that should not have worked. No, it and it's because I give that all to Rusev and Amy English. They may have written that for them, but that would not have gotten over if you did not have if those they guys didn't doing it. Yeah, if they didn't own it like they did, it wouldn't have been nearly as especially Aiden English. Like Rusev did too, but like Aiden English with that intro, like yes. that's what fucking sold people. Like. Yes. <laughs> I miss, um, I don't know, people who are great on the mic. I miss it. I, and I'll say, like, I feel like I it's to, weird to watch someone go through their career, mm-hmm. especially in WWE, like, if they're only ever been a WWE superstar. I'm not saying that all the people that come from the indies are better on the mic, but mm-hmm. they're a little bit more used to thinking on your toes and things like that. So, like, mm-hmm. if you can read a crowd, and you can do that even though it's maybe not scripted. If you go off script mm-hmm. probably a little bit, like, I'm not drastically, but, like, you know, cadence and things like that. Right, 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 right. Like, you're probably fine. Like, Seth Rollins came from the Indies. Yeah. Can cut a great fucking promo. Won't say what doesn't mess up. He does. But, like, yeah. then you get people like Roman Reigns, um, who was, like, homegrown WWE. Seth and second Tash, son. And he tried... <laughs> Who are you winking at? <laughs> you think Vince was backstage like, K-Fame! Like, K-Fame! It's like, I see you behind the <laughs> Pop it out of the forehead. K-Fame! I see you on the other side of that fourth wall. <laughs> I, I know you. you're there. You piece of shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> AEW. I was like, I mean, gung-ho. On board with this shit. On fucking board. I don't know, man. I want to love it. I want to love it. And I think the only reason I'm still hanging in there right now is um, hoping to catch Shivani and Jericho on commentary again. That shit was great. Um, Tony Shivani, period, because I adore him. And Dustin Rhodes. I don't know what the fuck else I'm watching it for. It's like, I don't know. And I, and I hate to say this because, like I said, I want to love it. But the more I watch it, and it's, and honestly, I, like, I won't bother with Raw. When the last couple of weeks, when we hadn't, and even when we weren't getting together before, um, we started recording again. I think I maybe watched SmackDown twice. 
Like, I don't actually never. I'm so used to not watching SmackDown. Right. So I well, don't. Because that's a couple of times. Time. I forgot it was a thing. Oh, we'll say, okay, a couple Smackdown. of times. I think I put it on when it was on. And at once, for sure, that I can think of, maybe twice, I went back and watched it after the fact. Like on a Monday when I was off and stormy outside or whatever, I'm like, you know, I'll watch SmackDown for Friday night. I heard such and such happen, and I can't even remember what it was now. But yeah, there was something that happened that I was like, oh yeah, I'm not going to watch this. I have not even bothered, really. I mean, well, I'll put Raw on, but it's on for like three hours. Now, during all this shit, with no audience, that would have been a prime time to cut that shit back down to two hours. Yep. Why would you not do that? Trim the fat. You have a limited roster and you can't do anything. No, that makes total sense. I'm sorry, but USA, I'm certain, has something they can fill for an hour. Run fucking reruns of the USA show. I don't know. Fox Sports 1. Like, every Tuesday, they're showing an old pay-per-view. Yeah. like, And more often than that. Actually, there was a Tuesday... My friend Jess and I went up to the restaurant up the hill... And there was a TV up above her head, and it was uh, WrestleMania from 2015. And, <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, oh, God. Yeah, and it I was like, huh, oh, Sting and Triple H. And I was like, huh. And I'm like, just kept watching up above huh. her head. And there was a little boy and his grandmother in the booth behind us, and they were waiting on the little boy's dad to get there. But he was sitting right on the backside of my booth. Uh-huh. And was like turned around. His head was like just right like, here, what is this? just staring. And my friend just took a picture and sent it to me. She was like, "This is what I'm looking at right now." And it was my face and face. <laughs> just exactly the same. <laughs> and she was like, and the, the, the grandmother was like, "Honey, I can't remember the kid's name. We'll call him Jacob. Um, Jacob, honey, what you got? Turn around and and decide what you want to drink or what you want to eat." He was like. But I'm watching Sting, and I was like, God, "This is so cute." <laughs> Did I get a birthday? You just like pick him up, and you're like, "He's mine now." <laughs> yeah, come, come sit. <laughs> Let me teach you my Cra- ways. Crane your neck no more. <laughs> but I've been watching. Sting. No, no, just have his food brought over here. We're good. Yeah, but yeah, Fox Sports One. I don't. They've been showing. Just let me have your chance. And then cute. But uh. Anyway, yeah. So I don't even. I haven't. I've hardly bothered with keeping up with what WWE storylines and stuff. Anyway, but AEW, I've tried to make a conscious effort every week to watch it, and half the time I don't even know what the fuck I'm looking at. Thank God the revival is there, not the revival. FTR, FTR is there, and I'm on board with that. I don't know what else I'm there for. I'm having a really hard time with it. And it's just because, like, you think they're doing one thing, and then they're doing something else. And it's like, there was Allie, and I forget what she was doing at first, and then she was the bunny with Butcher and the Blade. And now she's all hung up on QT Marshall and trying to shove herself into, insert herself into the Nightmare family via QT. And I'm like, what? last week you had bunny ears on... And you were dressing all black, making sneery faces, and now you're like, <laughs> you're wearing his jacket, and you're like, ah, all over his shoulder, and I'm like, what? There's no continuity or consistency, and that was the issue that we I had with WWE before, why I was so glad that AEW was coming along, and then I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? They don't know. Now, those are your feet that you're shooting right now. Oh, you are shooting yourself in the, in both feet. Not even shooting yourself in the foot. <laughs> both feet. Right now, shoot yourself in the heat. But my thing with AEW is, I still think that for the most part, from what I've watched, I still think their wrestling 
storytelling is better. Not necessarily in the promos or the necessary storylines, but in the ring, I think they have better storytelling. I'll give them that. I'll give them that. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> now, I will say them what versus NXT, and I? and I don't want to take the Oh, no, no, okay. Now, NXT, NXT beat, blows everybody out of the fucking water. I would agree with that. Because NXT can... I'm not going to put one over the other. I will say they rival each other with the matches themselves. Mm-hmm. But the actual storytelling of NXT, at this point, in my opinion, is much better. I think the storytelling, I think the talent's better. I don't know. I just, uh, yeah. If I had to pick one, not one promotion over the other, but one brand between... Oh, I'd probably take NXT. Now, the one thing I will give AEW is... And I'm not saying that it, like necessarily dipped because of this and the quality but they are within what just within the first year of being a company oh yeah yeah so i still honestly think looking back now in my opinion that i think nxt in my opinion again was better but AEW wasn't too far behind i feel like it's really hard to try and build a fan base which they were doing they were Mm -hmm. doing they were beating people in ratings but then you have this COVID thing happen. Yeah. yeah so you're, you're literally know. scrambling to try and fix things. You're sc- scrambling to s- have some kind of a show with no audience. You can't have your live Which shows. they got the, the one up on it, WWE with that. They mm-hmm. had the talent fill the crowd. And their talent is much more entertaining in the crowd than the fucking people WWE started doing with, like, not even, like, three or four weeks ago. Like, yeah, those some of their developmental they people did, and stuff like that. They did good about trying to make the show. And they show. made that a story. Yeah. I'm like, MJF running the gambling ring and shit like that. So yeah. Like, oh, yeah, MJF. Okay, I'm sorry. So, the revival, FTR, and, uh, FTR and MJF. I'm there, I'm here for, oh, God. I'm like, Quoting Jim Cornette. I'm pretty sure that's what he just said on an episode from a couple weeks ago. Like, I'm here for the acronyms. <laughs> if your name is an acronym, acronym I'm, I'm, I'm here for you. I just I'm supporting think, I think AEW has a lot of good things going for it. I think, and this is something we talked about when they first started, I think you really have to start working. And I will give you COVID-19 right now for, for lack of quality in some areas. But... After this is done, or anytime soon, like, you honestly have to start working on polishing your product. And mm-hmm. polishing your people. And I'm not saying that yes. you make a mistake on a promo or anything like that. That shit happens in WWE all the time. But, at least in this podcast, we've always given people credit. Like, yeah. yeah, you tripped up there, but you know what you did? You came back, and you came back strong. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Yeah. You can't just, like, say, fuck it and be done. You know what I'm saying? Because like, that happens yeah. to a lot of people. They're like, yeah. well, then, bleh, And you're like, oh, fine. <laughs> like... That's how you want to be about it, but I think they have a lot of good talent. I think they have a lot of good characters. I think they have potential to tell good stories. They have done it. I think it's just there are certain aspects of this that you have to polish. Like, yeah, well, and and WWE. I mean, obviously they have talent, but it's just the dumbass shit they have them doing, like this fucking street profits and. I've actually enjoyed that. 
it hit me all real. I think, I, I think that's two teams well, that maybe you the, shouldn't have doing that, but they're both so charismatic that you're like. Well, at Backlash, yeah. like the thing that they had, I, oh I was like, that what, was, I was like, what hilarious. are we watching? It, it, it just <laughs> no, took me I, out I of it. No, I literally did say it too. I was like, what is going? Well, on? I was like, what are we watching? And I was like, is this leading up to the match? It was almost like a. Um, uh, Cena and Bray Wyatt thing. I was like, is this the match or is this leading up to the match or what is happening? And then it was like, it was goofy and it took me out of it to where I was like, okay, I'm not, I wasn't paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. And then you follow it with Randy Orton and Edge and the tribute to Howard Finkel and all that stuff. And it was, and I was just like, this is amazing. But they, right before this, they had, the shit they were doing a minute ago that was just like, what the... I don't... I don't know. But, speaking of that, though, uh, just because you brought it up, and actually we didn't talk about Backlash, which... You watched it, you watched it. If you didn't, you didn't. Yeah. Um, if you didn't, go watch the Randy Orton and Edge match. That's what now, you need to see. Here is my thing about that. <laughs> that was a seriously good match. That was not the greatest wrestling match ever. No. <laughs> like, well, but it no. was... completely mismarketed that whole thing. But match. it was amazing, and it was... For me, it was... I mean, it was the highlight of the whole... No, 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 no. It was great. It was amazing. No, but, like, I enjoyed that. That's the whole thing that marketed it as, and it really bothered me, especially now that you've got me this Funko Pop of P.T. Barnum, that they used the greatest show soundtrack for the soundtrack of that match. I was like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that was... I love musicals and I love wrestling, but I don't know why I feel very... Very resolute in this that they should not cross paths. No, like, no, spat I feel like that's a weird spat. <laughs> okay, so I don't. What what's uh, what else do we have? Sorry, I didn't want to like. No, you're fine. Derail us even further because I, I know. know I've gone on some rants. Well, but I think you've heard us speak enough about the wrestling. Uh, we're gonna scoot right along and get into the the fun bits of the episode, if you will. The, the Tinder bits. The Tinder bits. Um, so I think this evening we're going to start off and uh, see where we end up. A uh, snowball effect tends to happen with us. Um, but first off, ladies, first question of the night. Uh, what weird fears do you have? Uh, zombies. That's a... I can't... And it's not like the thought of the world, you know, some apocalyptic <laughs> thing happening. I mean, it's like I can't watch a zombie movie. It's like an actual zombies. zombie. Yes. Is it all zombies or is it like the fast walkers? Oh no, all of them. Just, just from from I mean, I'm talking from Walking Dead to World War Z. Whatever yeah. speed they're at, I can't handle <laughs> <Whatever> it. <speed. laughs> I'm not doing Turtle that. or Rabbit. Turtle or Rabbit. Turtle or Rabbit. Turtle or Rabbit. Turtle Rabbit. Don't matter. I mean that. Yeah. Now, so I know it is a fear, but like, like a one-on-one it's, slow zombie, do you think you'd be fine? Or like even like a single zombie, like it's not an outbreak, just a single zombie. I will tell you, a fake zombie and an attraction, uh, an, <laughs> an attraction in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Ripley's Believe It or Not. Or called at, was it called Haunted House? Zombie Out. I think it was called Zombie Outbreak or oh, something no, they, like that. They have like, Gatlinburg's always like they have. Well, so not okay, shit. not Gatlinburg. Sorry, not get in Gatlinburg in Pigeon Forge. That strip where they have the where the wax museum yeah. is. Oh, oh yeah. they have those in random the, attractions like the Titanic yeah. and you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they have the big building that's the wax museum, and in the wax museum, usually when you, I guess usually, I don't know, it happened for us. When we bought our ticket, they were like, "Hey, for a few dollars more, you can get passes to a few things in our sister building next door." Ooh. So we did the wax museum, went next door. They have a mirror maze. 
Which was really fun. I love this. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I like watching the videos of people running. Especially kids. Especially kids. Like, the little kids. Especially the ones that can't speak words yet because they just keep walking. They're like, I don't understand what's going on. So they had three things. They had a mirror maze. They had a... I don't know if it's called a 4D ride, where you're like, what's it looks like in a giant roller coaster car. But yeah, it actually moves. You yeah, 4D. It, it moves, but like there's stuff playing on the on the wall in front of you and around you. Yeah, everybody in the car had a gun, and you were in like a haunted mansion, but it was like family friendly. It was like you yeah. had to shoot like rats and ghosts and whatever. Um, and then the third thing they had was the zombie outbreak thing, and so John and I had been dating for a year. Exactly. We had planned this trip because our first date we ended up in, after meeting, we ended up, and going to downtown Oxford, we ended up in Pigeon, for, or in Gatlinburg. And so we had planned what? this weekend for our one year anniversary. Just skipping a hop. Just going to say her first well, date. Okay, well, we'd had this, like, okay, we'll meet, we'll go hang out at the Sun Sphere and talk and get to know each other. And if it goes well, we'll maybe go downtown, have dinner. And if that, you know, if we still want to hang around with each other, maybe we'll go and bump around, you know, Gatlinburg or whatever and just goof off and then we'll come back. Um, so we went straight from the Sun Sphere to, we were like, let's just go to Gatlinburg. That'll be fun. We'll eat there. And so, anyway, so that was our first date. So a year later, first anniversary, we went, we planned this weekend. We were going to go back up there, you know, to the place where we fell for each other or whatever so we booked this trip and we go we get up there but we can't check into our hotel until later in the afternoon so we're like let's kill some time let's go to the wax museum that'll be fun so anyway long story short we ended up in this after the wax museum we ended up <laughs> in this place and he's like okay we've done this and we've done the we've done maze we've done the 4d ride let's do this and i'm like no no. I don't want to do it. And Perfect. so and he didn't realize the severity of my issue I with like they zombies. Until they shit until the shit hits the fan and let me tell you this industrial fan blew the shit out of the water. <laughs> so we're sitting in line and I'm like shit And when you walk in, like you can go left to the maze, the zombie outbreak things here, like to at your eleven or at your ten o'clock and then um, to the right of that was to get in line for the 4D ride. And the zombie outbreak thing actually started at your, if you're standing at the entrance, at your 10 o'clock, and you came out at your 3 o'clock. Like, you actually went yeah. all the way around the okay. around the outside <laughs> of the 4D ride thing. Because it was just a, you know, you're in one spot and the car itself is moving. So they didn't need a big area for that. Anyway, so we're standing there, and the guy who was taking the tickets for the different things and telling you where to go hurt us and he just just like oh it's not that bad blah 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 blah. and I was like I don't want to go and even there was like a I'm gonna guess the kid was like 12 or 13 years old turned around he was like it's it's not gonna be that bad and I was like no look little 13 year old (laughs) shut the fuck up kid and I'm like okay no I really like I really don't want John's like oh you'll be fun he's just kind of like and I'm like I and so then they're like alright everybody let's go and I'm like oh fuck it so they take you and you're walking through it and you're in a group um I came out on the other side of it having physically assaulted one of the people in there <laughs> I assaulted a zombie <laughs> this guy so you walk into the to one corner of 
this room. There's a couple of gurneys and zombies or whatever. And you have to get out on the other side. It's not a big room. It's maybe the size... This kitchen doubled over. Okay. So, you know, you go from one corner to the other. And you're walking by. There's this orderly guy, whatever. And then this uh, body on a on a gurney. Well, that body got up. And that body came at me. And that body got shoved. <laughs> Because I was not fucking having it. And right before that, right before that, we were walking through a hallway. And of course, there was like a, a window that had been yeah, bro- broken out or whatever. And a hand came out and I was like, bam, I just slapped it. I, I mean, slapped the arm and the hand around. I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> no. Not I'm already. <laughs> I'm like shaking with fear. The, fa- the fact that I physically moved through it. I think I was one step away from just, like, literally just being paralyzed with fear. It was, you talk about a fight or flight instinct, my ass was fighting and flying. <laughs> like, I was both. And so, there was that guy, and then I ended up shoving that kid. Not because, not intentionally, <laughs> like, hey, that fucking kid, I'm gonna zomb- shove it. No, I don't have to outrun the zombie, I just have to outrun you. Well, because, <laughs> yes, because there was something... Behind me, and I don't, I didn't want to turn around and see what it was, but I knew I had to get the fuck on, and that kid was in my way. So I forearm two of his back, shoved him, um, and then I made it. I thought, and I shots running. Jesus Christ! Literally, <laughs> yes, literally, the child, literally crying, came out the other side of it. I mean, I mean, I was like just running. People were like stopping and doing so. I'm just blowing right through. Him. I was the first one out the door. I'm busted the door open tears snot everything i was hyperventilating i'd get outside and like sat out on the curb just trying to get my shit together and john comes <laughs> out there like right after me and he's like what the fuck i mean i could see it on his face he didn't say what the fuck but i could tell <laughs> he was he like, like what just happened yeah and he was like are you are you okay and i was like no i told i fucking yeah. told you <laughs> the guy who was taking the tickets who was like oh it's not gonna be that bad came out there with a bottle of water and was asked John he was like is she gonna be okay like do I need to call <laughs> somebody and he was like does she does he need to call somebody and I was like no yeah, she, I can, let, I me, can let me get it out <laughs> yeah so then that <laughs> fast forward to the end of that night after we had dinner and had our caricature done and all that stuff John proposed to me <laughs> and then <laughs> and then admit, <laughs> and then admitted to me that he was worried that I would say no because <laughs> That day. He's but, probably like, I don't know if I should do it today, but I went through all this trouble. He's like, I gotta, I gotta do it. But honestly, like now, anytime I say something about a fear, like a thing about zombies, like to somebody and they're like, oh, it can't be that bad. He's like, no. no. <laughs> I fucking watched your body jump a child to get out of the way. Yeah. He, he's like, I, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's that bad. bad. It's it is bad. that bad. Yeah. Like, out of curiosity though, like, I don't know if yours are kind of weird, but, like, do you know why? Or is it just, like... I don't know. I think it just fucking weirds me out. Is it because they're undead, or, like, is it... I don't know. You're like, I literally don't know, but... Well, because here's the thing. The the vampires don't scare me. I had one nightmare, and I had the same nightmare twice within a couple of months about vampires, and that kind of fucked me up in the head a little bit. But I'm more fascinated by them. Yeah. Zombies, I don't give a flying fuck about. And I think the thing is... In my head, there's more of a chance that those could be reality 
not a vampire or a werewolf True. or whatever. Yeah, but, you know, like some but some shit could exactly yes. Yes. especially because there are so many like I don't see Doomsday origin, movies. origin stories of zombies. Like it's yeah. a, it's a chemical that someone tried that caused zombies, or it maybe just happened. But like yeah. a weird thing like that's a lot more believable to believe that yeah. you're going to come back and be brainless and be like I am like a. Yeah, conscious being. I, I, I used to be in a couch. Like, right? yeah. I used to be in a couch. <laughs> I'd be like, cool, hit me right here. Like, like let's, let's do, do this. It. Yeah, um, especially the whole like you get to be like super life, like damn. perfect and shit like that. Like, yeah, I just want to see what that's like. Like, let me be perfect. What if you don't though? What if that's not how vampires work? I think the only, and I could be wrong. Don't quote me on this. I'm not the queen of vampire stories, but I feel like the only vampire thing I actually watched or saw or read that was kind of like that was True Blood. You literally just were like who you were, but like, yeah, you're a vampire. Yeah, like you got that strength and stuff like that, but it didn't like change your physical appearance. Like I feel like everything else is like you're so perfect, but now you're perfect. <laughs> you're like, that's nah. not, that's not how real life works. <laughs> like, nah, not gonna happen. Oh well, uh, God, zombies. Uh. Well, I mean, there's a couple, like, okay, so going off of just a general fear that I've had for a while would be clowns. And I mean, I know a lot of people are afraid of clowns, but, like, legitimately, they make me sick when I see them. Like, As a normal person, I, I, do, I get anxious. <laughs> I, I get it. And it makes my stomach hurt. Like, when I went to go, when I saw the original It the first time, because I knew that movie existed before then, obviously, but I'm like, I don't need to watch it people made me watch it I literally like tried to fall asleep acting like I wasn't watching it and I still caught parts and every time I was like I'm nauseous like laying down on a couch and I was like well Tim Curry as uh, Pennywise is yes. fucking terrifying well, true I mean, true but like even when we went to see it she made me see the new one she knows there was definitely no parts, we, we like, made it first off don't make me sound like we made a deal we made a deal, deal. <laughs> a deal but way back when when there were rumors murmurings and i feel like this was back in like 2015 yeah yeah remake was gonna happen and i was like dude if it ever comes out i'll pay your ticket you have to go watch it with me. Yeah. I knew her phobia of clowns because I'm a terrible person. <laughs> I just wanted to watch her cry. But I felt very upset. I'm not gonna lie, I was not happy about that. No, but, but so like literally, this 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 deal went away for like five years, yep. and then it finally came out, and it came out on Mr. Business, aka my brother's birthday, and I was like, "Bring me the I finally get to cash in on this, and it she was like, "No," and I was like, "I did." You I, shook, I, I you shook on it, like, and she was no. like, "God." Well, and honestly, if it hadn't been that it was Mr. Business's birthday, I probably wouldn't have just been like, fucking no, there's no other reason for me to go. But I just remember there was, like, legitimate parts where you'd be like, you're not gonna watch this. Because honestly, like... I did help you out. Yeah, like, honestly, like, the movie itself wasn't bad. Like, but, like, there's certain parts that, like, I just cannot do. Like, I've got better... Like, I feel like probably... One of the, there's been a couple instances and it's like the same thing where like with her with the zombies like haunted houses are one of those things that I love doing haunted houses but there's always there's be always that a, there's always one clown and that's what always kills <laughs> me I can do almost everything else and I like being scared to an extent I do not like being scared by clowns I do not like that environment with clowns I can almost watch clown movies and still not feel right because it's but, not like, in the room it's, it's not. not in the room but when I know what's happening like that's not cool man. like I remember there was one and this is the first time this happened it was years ago it was me and my friend Megan we went with all of our family so it was like me and her and her sister and my mom and dad and her mom and dad and 
grandparents and fucking everybody walking through the same. And it was like, <laughs> not even that dark out. Because I remember when we went out, it still wasn't completely dark. But there was part of it where you were in something and then you went out into a field. So, like, the end of it, like, honestly, like, me and Megan were kind of that age where we, like, we had been in haunted houses before. We kind of know how they were. It wasn't the first one we had been in that Halloween. So, we were like, nah. And my mom even said, because she likes to tell the story to you because she thinks it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but she was like, you know, you and Megan were up front of, but, like, because this is, like, at the end of it. And you're walking <laughs> through this, like, fielded area where, like, there's tall grass on either side. And by this time, it was getting a little bit darker, but they had, like, torches so you could still see, but it wasn't, like, pitch black. Yeah. But it was, like, right before it was getting dark. Yeah. So we were walking out, and, like, me and Megan were just, like, cutting up. And we like, uh, because, I mean, honestly, the rest of it was not super scary from what I remember. And so we were doing all this stuff, and I remember I was walking a little bit ahead, thinking that Megan was still behind me, we were talking all this shit, and mom said, like, Brittany, and I turned around, and there's this fucking clown, like, right behind <gasps> uh-uh. me, no. and I literally, first off, I fall on my ass, because I'm like, ah, and then I don't know what got into me, but I stood up, and I pushed this guy, and I ran. That's, that's the reaction. That's... Megan was running mm-hmm. after me, and we kind of stopped as we got around this corner. And about this time, some other guy, actually not a clown, but another guy, popped out and scared us. And my mom said, you guys took off all the way to the park. <laughs> she said, you were fine through the whole thing in that ending part. Because I was already freaking out, and she caught up with me. She was like, are you okay? And about that time, this guy's like, ah! And we were like, no! Like, we fucking ran. Everyone was okay at this point. <laughs> so that was one time where I, like, literally pushed a man. Like, honestly, if he was smaller, he would have fell over. But I was, like, 13. He was, you know, fucking bigger guy. You could probably tell what I was like. And my mom and them were laughing, but I was like, you don't understand. Like, I legitimately was going to fight. And then I realized I couldn't. I'm like, I gotta run. I like, in my head, I was mom, like, nah. And I was like, I can't do it. Just because I like, love your mom and dad and I know what kind of people they are. Like, I feel like they stayed back and had a conversation with the guy you shoved. And they were just like... I'm sure they were. Sorry about this. Sorry. But, like... That scary clown guy's like, that's eh, fine. Like, yeah, the second yeah. time I had an interaction in, like, one that I vividly remember in a haunted house was ah. when... I was... I know this story, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I was with my boyfriend at the time, and our friend, not you, but another Emily, and mm-hmm. then her boyfriend at the time, and we were going through, and the whole time, like, our other friend, she was, like, I don't even know why she did haunted houses at She's all. afraid of, like, everything. She's, like, afraid out. of being afraid. Yeah. And I will say, at the end of that haunted house, she actually pissed her pants. Because it yeah. was, you know, like, so it was, it was legitimately, it was one of those attractions where you can do one or the other or you can pay for both. Right. So we paid for both. My scary part was in the first one. The second part was just creepy, which I'll get to that because that was just a weird theme they came up with. Little rapey. We'll talk about that in a second. Anywho. Oh. I know. Okay. So oh. the first one, I feel like, I don't know if it had a theme, but it was just like scary. You know, like the first right. part of it. So you walk through and it's like what it is. A haunted house. You know, she's literally <laughs> holding me, and my boyfriend's in front at this point, and then, like, she's behind me, so I'm in the middle. And somehow I end up in the front, because I'm, like, the only one that's, like, in my... The guy that I'm dating at the time is an asshole, and he's a... You know, <laughs> oh, so guy. he's just whatever. And I'm in front, and I'm walking, and everything's fine, and then I fucking hear the horns, like, rrr, rrr, and I'm like, <laughs> nope. I was like, I'm not fucking doing it, and they're, like, pushing me forward, because there's, like, people on the road, like, you have to go, like, the group behind us. You have us to keep going, going. Yeah. I'm not going, 
And so finally they go and they kind of get me. And what it is, is it's not like you go into a room of clowns. You literally come to this circle room with fucking doors. And all you're hearing is clown horns and they're <laughs> popping out of the doors. And I'm like, I can't fucking do this. And I wouldn't pick a door. And everybody was laughing. Like, no, you have to pick a door. I was like, I'm not fucking do this. And finally a clown was just like, go that way. I was, so like, I was in the corner like... I'm not doing it. I was like, close my eyes. I was like, nope, nope. And they're like, just pick one. And they're like laughing. I was like, please get me the fuck out of this room. I was like, if you don't tell me where to go, I'm not going to touch the doors. I said, I'm yeah. like closing my eyes. Like, give me the fuck out or I'm turning around. And finally, like, a clown was just like, just go through. Because they're like whispering like, you, like, just, just, yeah. Yeah. Like, just keep going through the thing. Would have been better if you were like, I don't trust a clown. Like, <laughs> and that whole time, though, door. I was like, we got to get the fuck out away from these clowns. And you kept hearing the horns. I'm like, we got to go. I was like, I hear the horns. But then the second part, like, after I got through that, I was like, whatever. The second part was a jail theme. So, as a man going in there, uh, I'm sure... They, like, with the women, not just me. Like, there was several times, like, hands over your head, you're against a wall, uh, and your face saying shit to you. No. Like, legitimately, that happened twice. This is like, uh, scared straight. That's the point where we got out of there, like, she, that was the one that she ran out and peed in, and I got out of there, and I was like, I don't know how scared I am, as much as, like, that was a little rapey. Like, that was like, uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, some of those yeah. guys feel like we're getting free passes for being legitimately rapey. Like, I understand it's supposed to be a prison, so it's supposed to be like, oh, you're pretty. You know, I get yeah. that, but to an extent, like, you don't need to put your, like, I vividly remember that part of it, and I was like, I don't know what's about to go down, but, like, I'm there's, glad I have people with me because I'm going to get raped in a fucking haunted house. Like, it was legitimately terrifying. Yeah, there's a difference between, like, feeling creeped out or scared or whatever and feeling trapped. Yeah. And, like, you're going to be I mean, assaulted. Like, honestly, if it happened without other people in there, like, that would have been, like... But I remember that part of it and I was like, all right, but... Yeah. And then also, if we're talking about, like, apocalyptic things, because I feel like we got to think of that with the zombies... AI and like the Terminator types, that's gonna happen. Oh, and I'm is. like yeah, so fucking against it. Like she's iRobot. I will also told if they ever fucking bring some sort of like contraption it will be fucking destroyed. I don't care how much it fucking costs. Like I will not live with anything that <laughs> claims to be living and is not. Fuck you and your technology. Like it's creepy. It's weird. It is creepy. It's playing God in some fucked up way and regardless of what you believe, you don't fucking do that shit. Mm -mm. You just don't play with that noise and trying to teach something that you're creating that you want it to be like us but it's not like us. How do you expect something to raise up something and not not be equal and it not rise up? Like I don't understand. No, it makes complete sense. It's all fucked and weird and yeah. Like, no. Anytime something like not anything technical technological comes up with like a what is that robot's name? There's one robot that has the face. Oh, oh that one being. Yeah, that's not yeah. right. Like no. when that shit started happening, you were like, "Fucking no. tell us how it started." No, so I mean like, like it's how it shit. Like, Y'all don't know. Like this shit's not. And apparently, <laughs> I watched this video on YouTube and years ago, like early two thousands. Actually, you know what? It may have even have been in the early nineties these this IT team created this like like this AI but they made it look almost like a like a animal like put like furry components on it so it almost looked like a little like gremlin mm. but that thing was ke- creepy too because it was actually learning quite easily like you wouldn't think it but when they explained it like <laughs> they just did this machine but it was like learning like what's good and what's bad like super quick and I was like this is not safe I don't think you guys understand what you're creating here. You're creating something with also infinite strength and something that can be easily completely destroyed. 
I don't know. I just I don't like, trust that I shit. Like, uh-uh. I don't trust that shit at all. Like that. Uh, that if it, I feel mm. like if it's not zombies, it's that. Like honestly, because I can legitimately <laughs> see either one, but definitely with the technology, if it's not exactly like Terminator, it's definitely gonna be some like. Even if it's not some shit happens, I, I, say, I feel I'm like I'm not gonna say Terminator's gonna happen. I'm no, no, saying no, but like, that idea like, that started robot, that. Or that like, you can't take care of yourselves because you're yeah. fucking stupid. That shit I could see. Like, if Especially in the future when it gets to the point like, where yeah. everybody has a robot in their home, I will be, mm-hmm. like, I will be, like, Will Smith. I will not have It's a goddamn robot. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like, I mean, I will, I will be popping out of my hole, like, I've been preparing for this, y'all, fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it would definitely, yep, not gonna happen. I feel like I should keep, like, two, uh, like, a cyanide tablets and an Altoids tin. Some shit hits the fan. I'm gonna go find Brittany and we're just gonna be... Yeah. We, we out. Just, we out. Yeah, I don't this, care what it is. If that out. happens at the same time, I'm done, zoo. Like, if there's a zombie apocalypse and AI, I'm like, okay. Well, yeah. it is 2020. Anything could happen. Yeah, John's already like, if there's a zombie apocalypse, I'll just, I'm just gonna put you down. I'm like, okay. Because I'm not gonna make trick, it. Trick to the doom. <laughs> I'm not gonna make it. So just leave me behind and this save yourself. If happen, we will not do this. <laughs> So, my that weird... Got <laughs> that, 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 that got dark. Let me try to lighten this up a little bit. My weird phobia... I've, I've got one that's pretty common, but it's very... Not very specific, but, like, specific to me and how my phobia works. But, like... I know you guys know about this. And it's not necessarily a phobia, but it is. And it's, it's cross-eyed people. <laughs> like I'm not afraid not of them I'm not like you guys where you're like I'm gonna run and scream and cry but it makes me extremely uncomfortable, uncomfortable. and anxious and it's cause I, I this is terrible I am sorry if you're cross-eyed but I can't tell where you're looking and I'm a person that is very much about eye contact mm-hmm. when I talk to someone Obviously, and you yeah, don't know yeah. where to so I'm like which one do I look at cause I have to look at one I can't mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't cross that with the end. I got contact with both. Oh, man. So it just, it honestly, it upsets me. It makes me very anxious. I get very, kind of what you're saying, almost sick feeling. And yeah, it's, it's not because like, it's it's not not like I, I think you're ugly or anything like that. It's just like, internally, I'm like, which one do I look at? The internal turmoil <laughs> yeah, over, like, I don't know where to look. It starts brewing and you're like, I don't know why. I'm I, don't, so I don't know. I don't know. Then I kind of like go back and forth. I'm like, they know. They know, I know. <laughs> like, and here's the thing. I'm sure they do know you know. If they you, know. Okay, so they know people see this shit. If you're listening and you are cross-eyed, do people like Katie a favor and just go ahead and up front, just, just point to whichever one they just do we it, need to look it, at. There's a lady who works in an antique store um, in my town and she has a glass eye. And so I get that, that yeah. kind of it's the, almost same the same thing. thing. And she actually very I mean she's she's uh, say she's older. She's probably in her late sixties, early seventies, but she I mean she just straight up she said this one's the glass one. And I was like, Okay. And so I knew Yeah, so the other one like, I will get your left eye. Yeah. And then once I started watching that I realized that was the one that was actually making the movement. Right. And yeah. that was the one that was directly looking at me. It just upsets me. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I mean. Like, I'm so sorry, but no. <laughs> as an anxiety-riddled person, I totally get that. Like, that should just, it creeps me the fuck out. Like, it does. Like, yeah. I'm just like, ah, yeah. I don't understand. Right? <laughs> like, it's basically it. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Cross-eyed, wall-eyed, I would, if, if I can't I tell. Have, I call it a wonky eye. If you have any mm-hmm. sort of wonky eye, like, I'm. 
probably out. Like, I'm gonna yeah. probably look down and be like... Yeah, not to be rude and, and not make eye contact, but I don't know. Like, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know which eye to make contact <laughs> with. <laughs> what if Mr. Dastardly got into an accident, like, bonked his head really hard and he was like... Well, I love him. <laughs> I love him. I feel a butt after that. But, <laughs> like, but... <laughs> I feel is like. It <laughs> is there anything you gotta ask, do? right? Like, can I hit him again on that really hard to uncrust? I feel like uh, he is cool enough, though, that he would want to rock an eye patch. That is very true. What if it's not that? Like, what if it's like. What if they're 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 like. by a horse and like. <laughs> That's a werewolf, but I mean. Uh, oh, man. I love him. I just keep saying that. I love, I love him. But, but here's the thing. I love him. Let me, let me However, I do love him. But even though I what love if him, Nick became a clown. What if John turned into a zombie? What would you do? First off, if he just becomes a clown, I'm taking that very personal. Because uh-huh. I don't like clowns, so I'm assuming he just wants what to break up. With always, yeah, that's a, like, that would be a fucked up thing to have. Roundabout way of saying life. I don't want to be with you. What if he like, said it's always been his life's passion and he felt uncomfortable saying that to you because you knew how afraid of clowns you were? <laughs> that's really funny. To Here's me. the thing. <laughs> I honestly would be like, as long as you're never in uniform around me and I don't see any of your garb about and I don't have any idea of you being a clown in my presence, I guess it's okay. Because you're a clown respect garb in a bag. But at the same time, that makes me laugh now. <laughs> He would no. be the most awkward clown. He actually <laughs> would be. Like, no, if be John... Like, I can roll <laughs> I can't do... Maybe he can... Maybe that means he can do, like, animal, like... Balloons. <laughs> balloon animals. If, if, John, if John became a zombie... God damn. But it was just John and not anybody else in the rest of the world, I would kill him. If it was a, if it was a zombie outbreak, I would kill myself. I would just... I would just... Because he wouldn't be able to do it for me at that point. Fair points. And I and I we already we've already established I'm not going to make it. So we know that's <laughs> not going to happen. So we know that's not a thing. I would say though for me like that's something I think I could definitely get over. Like I said, it's not like a sterilizing phobia. I can still talk to people with wonky eyes, but it's just my my stomach literally curdles, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> now my that's. Yeah, that's a, a, a. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say my second weird phobia is heights, but it's not heights in the way that you think it is. So like, I can ride in airplanes. Airplanes don't bother me at all. Right, right. I can do a lot of roller coasters. Mm-hmm. There are certain roller coasters that I look at. I'm like, <laughs> no, like, yeah. I'm not doing that. But for the most part, you know, it's not heights in like that actual aspect of heights like I can do the sun sphere that doesn't bother me being up high doesn't bother me it's more like drop zones which mm-hmm. is literally the ride where they literally just take you up you literally do like when, when you oh, don't know exactly uh-uh. when you're gonna fall and stuff yeah. like it's that like so suspenseful when I first moved here it was the summer of my freshman year or the summer before my freshman mm-hmm. year of high school so um my best friend back in Charleston, her name's Tori, uh, she and her family were going to Atlanta, Georgia to go to Six Flags. Mm-hmm. That's only three hours away from us. And she was like, my parents will pay if you can come. And so my parents were like, we'll meet you there. Like, it's only three hours away. That's totally fine. So I met her there. We went to Six Flags. I hung out with her family for a couple of days. But, so, 
Tori is the exact opposite of me. I will ride most roller coasters. I will not ride every roller coaster. Mm -hmm. I have a line that I will draw that I'm like, no, thank you. And so there was one roller coaster that I actually refused to ride. And she's like a ride daredevil. Like, she's Mm -hmm. been to Cedar Point, like, when she was younger. And that was, like, when... I don't know if they still do, but at that time they had like the fastest and tallest roller coaster of all time. Like she rode it, and mm-hmm. it was like, is <laughs> it the Mantis? I don't know. I've been to Cedar Point. I think I may have ridden the one she's talking about. I don't think it was. The they also Mantis. had the one called the Top Gun. That was like it was really literally like an oval track, but like if you bent it, but it was it was like the fastest at the time because you I went zero to I don't there, know I what. Don't think- I think the Top Gun one was, like, the fastest, but I think the tallest one was not the... I don't honestly remember, but I don't think it was the Mantis, but... Yeah. Huh. Could be. But, um... Anyways. I told her, I was like, fine. You can get me on one ride I don't want to ride. I was like, we can either do this roller coaster, or we can do the drop zone, because I know you want to do both. I'm not doing both. Yeah, I'll do it, and that's it. So she was like, let's do the drop zone instead. And I was like, fine. Because there was literally, like, no one in life. And I was like, great. And I've always had a thing with these things. This was actually my first time writing it. And I was like, I don't know. I have a very... Obs- the idea of it, I don't like. You're like, I don't want to do this. So, we get up there. We go through the line. We get on it. We go up. Going up is fine. You know, it's very slow. Yeah, yeah. And then it starts, which... There was no line, so we didn't watch it go beforehand. Yeah. You get up to the top, it literally starts rotating. <laughs> and I start freaking the fuck out. You're like, what's going on? I was <laughs> like, something's not right. It's <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> this is not right. This is not what's supposed to happen. I do not want to be on this anymore. And there's a speaker up in the uh, little round thing you're in. Yeah. I guess cart. I don't know what it's called. I'm a carny. I feel like I should, but I don't. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, don't I don't know. It's all. a carny veil. <laughs> The carny. But, you know, there's a speaker up there, so the guy that's working the ride can talk to you, and there's, like, speakers up there. Mm -hmm. And so he literally starts seeing Ring Around the Rosies, and it's rotating, and I start freaking out. I was like, nope. Nope. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) (laughs) And then he gets to the part where it's like, ashes, ashes, we all fall down! He hits the button, we just fucking plummet, and I literally, I think, had a panic attack right after we got off of that. I was like... (gasps) (laughs) Oh my god. Like, what the fuck? And I was like, never again. <laughs> like, I don't ever want to do that. I'm going to puke. So, what the. Okay, the one I was talking about was called the Top Thrill Dragster, not the yeah, Top, no, top yes. Gun. Okay, so to, to, there was Top Thrill Millennium Force. Was the tallest at one point, right? Yes. Okay, now, yes. Sink, Six Flags. Hang on. Six Flags in. Great Adventure. Is that California? That is Florida? Jersey. Jersey. Oh, that was old stuff. Dev Dastardly. King Da Kala. Um, is the currently the fastest, tallest roller coaster in the U.S. I don't want to do that. So if he says, if you guys go up there and go to Six Flags, and he says, "Okay, let's do King Da Kala," and be like, "No," he probably would convince me to get on it. I probably honestly shit myself. I used to love roller coasters at some point, I though. I still love roller coasters, but I have a line. I have a line that I'm willing to draw in the sand. I'm like, no, not that. Like, I have a... 
uh, I don't know. Just it, I think it's the being rattled around and stuff. I, I just can't. My body can't handle it anymore. See, like my my I'll get like really bad headaches and stuff often. I can't do that anymore. I feel like I'll I tell you what I love are pirate ships. <gasps> and the one at Cedar Point's insane because it's right by the water. It's right on the lake. Now there's only one place I've ever seen this. I feel like it's just gonna be a carnival theme from now on. Um, <laughs> is it, the only place I've ever seen it was in Myrtle Beach. Not saying they don't exist, but it was a pirate ship, but it actually went all the way around. Yes, Jesus. Christ. I, I've been on one, and there's a thing that they have at some carnivals. I don't know if they still have it, but there was one when I was a teenager called the Mega Loop, and it was it was a roller coaster track, but it was just a loop, and oh. you'd start out and you'd go back and forth on the track, kind of like a pirate ship. Momentum. And you would get uh, you get momentum and go all the way to the top and you would just hang there. Yeah, no. Uh, and I remember I had a bunch the ring of, of fire is what we called that. Yeah, well, I think it has just multiple names. Another is thing that, that a fair. <laughs> another, another fair thing that I loved was um, the gravitron, <gasps> the spaceship Which is looking universal. It actually is called the gravitron everywhere. Because what else are you gonna call you, it? Where you <laughs> just like spin around and, and the spaceship get, from the outside. Yeah, yeah. I got groped in one of those. Things that like slide up and down. I got groped in one of those. I did too. It was so. Some stranger was just like, looked his hand up and he was like, it wasn't a stranger. It was when I was probably middle school, early high school. It was me and my friend Megan again. We were hanging out with a bunch of youth group kids. And there's this one guy. The whole time was just, you know, my button was like, I don't fucking like you at all. And then he's, you know, was next to me in the thing, just at one point, just fucking grabbed my tit, and I was like, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you when we got out here, I did, I kicked him right in the nuts. <laughs> oh my god, it went like he was down the ground, I was like, did you do that on purpose? And he's like, ha ha ha, right in the nuts. Yeah, the immediate like, response was like, no, it was just the gravity, I'd be like, you're gonna die. Like, <laughs> but you laugh right after, and I'm yeah, you laugh on purpose, <laughs> so, yeah, it was... But yeah, I remember. Uh, oh, there also the one ride is not. It's not a zipper, but it has like the same like compartments as the zipper does, mm. where it's like the little like the only thing I can say is like the fucking the, the, cages the, 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 swing, like, the, the swinging death traps that they have in there. Yes, those things fucking carnival rides are fucking ridiculous. Oh, but it was one like. Oh god. I didn't really want to ride it, but when I got in it I was like, This is effing terrifying and I'm not really scared of rides. Like mm-hmm. there's some rides like I don't ride the zipper, honestly, because my mom told me one time not to because she was afraid that I'd die. She was like, I don't trust those rides. Don't ride anything that looks like it's on the same like, Everything looks <laughs> unsafe. Nothing about I so I didn't ride that one that first year, but there was one where like it's almost like a drop zone, but it never drops you. It's like Okay, so you remember like Dollywood, like, Timber bit? Tower, yeah. like, leans? Uh-huh. It looked like that kind of pole, but, like, you get in down at the bottom. But so you, you get like... in, and then there's, like, two long things that stretch out. And then on the end of those long things are two of those zipper-like cages. Uh-huh. So, like, you can fit about two or four people, I think, in each one of those cages. So there's one, two with four people, and one, two with another four people in each of those. So it goes up. Not only are you spinning around, but apparently those things are moving oh, too. Oh God! And I'm like, oh my God! And the way it <laughs> feels like it's going so fast, and the way you're moving the cage, I'm like, I'm gonna, we're gonna fucking die. Like it honestly felt and sounded like we were gonna snap off. And there were yeah. several times, like even me and Megan were both like, 
we might legitimately like it felt super unsafe we're just like i started crying a little bit i remember i was like oh my god and it was finally over and i didn't even feel sick like afterwards (laughs) we were kind of laughing about it was like okay i'm never fucking gonna ride that again she was like i agree and then all of a sudden it was like oh my god and i there was a trash can i just fucking projectile vomited and i had never done that game off a ride and it wasn't even like i felt sick i did it It was just like all of a sudden i was like oh it's there you know what i'm saying yeah like it's coming out it's right there like it was right in my throat and as soon as i passed the trash i was like oh and Megan's like, are you okay? I was like, I honestly never felt sick. It just, I feel like that whole experience and just getting off of it and the adrenaline from feeling like I survived something that I shouldn't have, like, it was fucking terrifying. Like, that was this terrifying ride. Other than that, I mean, I'm good with, like, roller coasters and shit. Like, I love yeah. shit like that. Uh, but... I, uh, I always loved the Scrambler. Oh, at the fairs, so, yeah, because yeah. yeah, multiple arms and then and three like, like three cars. Around, yeah. So see that thing so is almost like a scrambler, but in the air. And, yeah, no, I wouldn't and do that. That's what's real now because I didn't know that those little cages move. I just thought you spun it in a circle, but then you're like, no, oh my god, we're gonna die. My life is flashing before my eyes. My other fair go to. And every time I go to Dollywood, I always want to go to the country fair area or yes, state fair area and do it. Uh, the Tilt a Whirl. My friend, uh, my friend and I got on the Tilt a Whirl one time, and we got—I mean, we got to where we were spinning like this, like going around. We don't—we don't know. It was just where we were sitting. Once we started going, and we got picked up momentum, we were just fucking like this the whole time. And we were absolutely stupid when we got off of there. We we kept we couldn't stop laughing, and we didn't stop laughing for like another ten minutes or so after we got off of it. It was ridiculous. But one time in Disney, when I was like fifteen, our band, our high school marching band, went down because we went to march. We marched in a parade in Epcot. Mm-hmm. So, but during the trip, like mm-hmm. we went to Universal, we went to Epcot, and we went to Disney. When we were in Disney, we got on the teacups. Of course, dude, I can't fucking do tea yeah okay as oh, much as i live at tilt no world with this. <laughs> the, the teacups the people the girls that i was with were like you know hands on that wheel just fucking spinning it we got off of there and i was like staggering and i got to the end of you know the barricades they put up for people exiting got right to the end and just went and just threw up all over the place yep that totally was, fine after that but man that, that was me. my first experience was at dollywood with teacup rides mm-hmm. and i went with megan and her dad and her dad was like a big child you know what I'm saying so he's like haha you know he wasn't like let's go as fast as we can but yeah no like Mm. legitimately he's a a dude a grown ass man and it's me and her sitting in there with him Mm. and he takes that wheel the whole time and I mean he is fucking getting it the whole time and I mean we're me and her can't lean forward like you know what I'm saying like it's that much like like, to the back yeah and I got mm-hmm. off there, and the same thing. Like, there's a trash can right there, which I feel like they do that because it's the fucking teacup. Yeah, they're and like, I puked, yeah, it's going to happen. I puked there, and then I remember we walked a little bit, and she's like, do you want to do the bumper cars? And I was like, I, and I puked again. And I was like, I got to sit this That's my out. answer. It was so bad. And then she, he even was like, I'm really sorry. And I was like, I was so are you, mad. And everyone was like, sorry? I was like, you fucking, like, honestly, I was like, no. It was horrible. Now, and now I never ride fucking teacups. I can't. I can't even do tire swings at parks. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, the older I've gotten, I think it's an issue with the circ. I get so yeah. dizzy so easily. Like even thinking about it makes me a little lightheaded. Like I'm not yeah. even lying. Like so I you can do the spinniest of rides ever. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. 
But I will say the worst thing that I've ever seen, not the worst thing I've ever seen at a fair, I've seen a lot of weird things at a fair. It's yeah. fair. But, um, so, first off, I'm just gonna say, the Coastal Carolina Fair I grew up with is not the same fair that you guys get in Tennessee. Tattle. No, I'm sure it's not. You guys oh, are I'm being sure. robbed <laughs> of oh, a fair sure. experience. But, um, the one in, uh, where I grew up, it's not in Charleston, it's in Latson, which is a bit of a hike, but, you know, they come there every year, it's through October through November. It's amazing. Sierra only lasts, like, part of September. Yeah, and that's not at all, maybe, I don't know, but not a lot. I say October through September, like, it's typically, like, a little bit before Halloween to, like, the end of November, so it's yeah. not, like, the beginning of October to the end of November, but, um... That shit was amazing. They literally have a kitty land and, like, a big land. And, like, the big land's, like, super huge. So it's not just, like, here's this stupid shit that you get to ride. Like, the same, like, five rides everyone gets. Yeah. Like, it's, like, an actual, like, two separate theme parks. One devoted to kids, one devoted to that. There's a chairlift that takes from one and the other. That's really Shit's cool. intense. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so this one year, um, I was in middle school. Uh, up until this point, I've always gone with my parents and my brothers. My Aunt Angie decides to take us, and she's like, hey, I'm, we had cell phones at the time, so she's like, I'm gonna take you and your friend, take your brothers and your cousins and shit like that, I'll pay for everything, you two can go off on your own, but, like, you have to be in contact with me, which is totally fine. Yeah. We didn't do anything. But, I was completely fine, obviously, but I've never seen another person do this. She threw up after we got off the swings. Really? Yeah, like, we hadn't written anything, like, super... That were, I was actually the daredevil of that night. I was like, yeah, I'll write that, I'll write that. Because they were just doing, like, stupid shit. Like, it wasn't even the scary shit. Yeah, so you're like, yeah, that's fine. <clears throat> and even at a fair, like, the scary shit to me is not, like, that scary. It's just literally some roller coaster and drop zones. I'm like, meh. Yeah, I don't really Typically like anything else. Spinny, flip me upside down, I don't give a shit. Like, See, zippers, I feel like I would get sick onto you just because they move. I feel like the me The only reason I don't want to ride a zipper again has nothing to do with the rotation. It literally has to do with the one time I rode it. I ended up with bruises down my arms <laughs> and all my legs because it's literally a steel fucking cage that they barely padded and that was in Tennessee. <laughs> Oh so you're God. just flipping around the steel cage and you're like, Jesus Christ, like, <laughs> no, that's what I'm dying. The like, zipper at this fair looks like a goddamn death trap. Like, it's terrifying. And Megan always wants to ride it every year. And I'm not saying the one at Charleston is never, better, but like, I've never seen him no, like, literally, like, the day after. She's like, like she does not ask me to go. I was like, I will not. Like, my mom also, like, told me. My mom also was the one that I feel like was scared of clowns first. And, like, I kind of pass that on to you. The funniest thing about the clown thing, and this was, like, a shining moment for me as a child because I thought it was fucking hilarious. So, there was this one time, me, my mom, and dad, and her sister, so my aunt and uncle, and my cousins, and my grandma at that time, we all went and got a cabin. And I was fairly young. I was still in elementary school. So, but, you know, old enough to remember, you know, what was going on. So, like, I, you know, there's not a lot for me to do. Like, all my cousins, like, my, the cousins is there that's closest to age is still five years older than me. So, I'm, like, basically doing my own thing. And remembering back, like, a lot of adults are doing things that I would do now. Like, playing, board games, drinking. <laughs> also, that was one night at the, at that cabin, my family almost got into a legitimate, like, fight over Monopoly. Like, oh I remember God. everybody playing Monopoly. It was hours later, and literally, I just remember, like, my cousin, like, yelling at my dad, being like, you're a fucking cheater! Like, I mean, like, <laughs> legitimately, like, 
was because my dad was re- is really good at Monopoly, and he always like comes from like the underdog and then wipes everybody's things out of the water. And everybody's like, "You're a fucking cheater." And he's like, "I'm just fucking good." Anywho, just fucking good. At I remember Monopoly. that being a whole thing, but. In this cabin, in one of the rooms, was this tiny little clown doll. And, I mean, he was, like, when I remember him, he wasn't, like, a classic clown as much as, like, maybe one of those, like, miney-type clowns. But still a little fucking clown doll, nonetheless. So, I, at that point, wasn't super terrified of clowns. I feel like I hadn't had a really an experience with one. But I wasn't a big fan, necessarily. But I was like, I can handle it. So, I, knowing my mom at the time does not fucking with clowns, every time she would sleep... I would, my mom, because it was in my mom's room originally, and she's like, fucking shit, no. So she <laughs> no, I don't want to see her. to another room, and I feel like it was either my room or, like, one of my cousin's rooms, because I shared one with, like, one of them, I can't remember. I would take it when my mom was asleep, and I would just, like, sit it on her nightstand, and I did that every oh, fucking you night. you were a bitch. <laughs> I did that every fucking night we were at. Because immediately, you're like, <laughs> the No, and then when she wakes up, I sit it, and it's, like, staring at her, and it had, like, dangly feet, because it was meant to be sat, like, on the edge of a... A desk or something so it's just this like fucking paperweight clown just like sitting on it like but then i feel like i just like after that and then i remember one time the circus i never went to the circus but i remember one time we were going to go and then i got in big trouble and we never went to the circus but i feel like that never may have been if i had went to the circus it could have either deepened my phobia which probably would not have been good for me in the long run or it could have cured me but either way you know you never know I have one last question, and I feel like uh, each one of us possibly tell a story, and we maybe call it a night, but or however many stories you feel the need to tell. But <laughs> expanding a little further, because your story just gave me a a bit of inspiration. Yeah. What are your like weirdest family stories? You didn't have to be there for that, but like you know the stories that have been passed down through generations, or even I'll if you were about there. This while I'm on the toilet because I need to go to the bathroom, so I'll be back in a second. But I'll think about that. Speaking. Ladies, uh, funny family stories? Or There's a fear of ferns. What? what? First but off, first off, do phobia? more research, but, but before that. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, the funny family stories, uh, regarding you or not, just things could be passed down. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Um... um I gotta... Not, not like a historical family story or whatever like family lore or anything but just the real dickish thing I did to my sister so my sister's 11 years older than me so when she was 16 getting her driver's license I was 5 so we had a family truckster we had an old Chevy station wagon it was silver with the wood panel like wood grain on the side yes yeah so that was what she had to take the her, her driver license test in and so it was my mom's vehicle. Um, so my mom and all four of us uh, at the time, because my brother, let's see, my oldest brother would have been 19, but he was still living at home. Uh, he, he and my sister and my other brother, who, if I was five, he was eight. Um, we all went, like, all four kids and my mom went down to the DMV so my sister could take her driver license test. She failed it. Oh, no. And they literally gave her, like, the pink copy, you know, it was, like, in triplicate or whatever of her exam 
sheet. What you fucked up. Yeah, with the the driver test administrator's marks on what she did wrong. Blah blah blah. And they and she, they gave her the pink copy, and it had the big red like failed stamp oh. on it. <laughs> we I, honestly, I honestly feel so bad for her because I actually failed my first time. She failed the and first two times she took her test. I'll oh, tell you about shit. my first time because I feel robbed. But go ahead. Well, I, I feel was, that feel. I cried so hard. Like so, we so were okay. So my mom was driving. I think my oldest brother was up front, or maybe my sister was riding up front. And then me and my two brothers were in the back seat. And then, you know, there's that cargo area in the back of a station yeah. wagon. It's just outlaw ways. It's a free-for-all. Yeah. That's usually there are where, no rules. <laughs> that's usually where I got to ride. Because Been I was weird. the youngest. And, yeah, and they shove you in the back. You're just like, fuck you. Um, so my brother... Yeah, my sister was sitting up front. So my sister was sitting up front holding the paper... My oldest brother snatched it out of her hand to look at it, and I snatched it out of his hand, and as we were in down the downtown part of my town, which back then was bustling and busy, there were a lot of shops and all that kind of stuff, um, I took the paper and was like trying to point to her, and I had it smushed up against the window, so whoever was in the car next to us or behind us, depending on which window I was on, I was, like, all over that cargo area, like, putting up, and I was like, she failed! <laughs> She's Do like, you know? like, like, she failed! She failed! Yeah, I mean, I probably okay. couldn't have spelled failed at five years old, but, but I knew... The point I was trying to make I knew with that big red stamp. I have seen a cartoon or two in my, life, in like, my, in my short lifetime. Yeah, it's very, it like, kind of iconic, sense. like, fail or... Mm-hmm. No, that's funny. But that was, like, a dickish thing. God, no. Oh, man, I hate that shit. That was horrible for me. Oh, man, that was terrifying. Not terrifying, but I was very upset. So, I'm not gonna lie. I have... I literally told this to you guys earlier. I have a litany of, like, interesting family stories to tell. But there are two that come to mind immediately. One of them has to do with me, which you guys, and I've probably said this before, but I'm going to reiterate it again. And the other one is the fact that I was alive during this, but I did not see it transpire. So, background. (laughs) My biological father, whom I do not have any contact with anymore, for the most part, uh, was a raging alcoholic. He branched out into harder drugs. Uh, most people will be like, oh, that's so sad. No, don't pity me. It's hilarious. <laughs> don't pity me. It's <laughs> actually funny. It's not hilarious. Like, I feel bad for the man, but, like, in general, the things I've seen from this happen is legitimately hilarious. Out of tragedy, there could be bored some comedy. <laughs> They are they are brothers or sisters, if you will. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> literally how we choose to look at this in my family, because we've got a better dad. How else are you going to? <laughs> but, yeah. And literally, how else are you going to look at this? But, um, so there's, uh, my, my dad and my mom were still together. Uh, they actually, uh, me and my mom, for whatever reason, and we're not even Baptist, but we went to, like, a Baptist church thing. This night. <laughs> this night. We won't go this night. This night. This so, at this point, my dad's just an alcoholic, so at least my alcoholic father, my brother Chris, which I know you guys already understand the implications of that name. I do. But, um, <laughs> it was best friend Jeffrey. <laughs> so, try to give you a little bit more background. Um, so, 
we lived in Charleston, South Carolina, but to kind of get a little bit more than that, we're from a specific place called Johns Island, South Carolina. At this time, it's not segregated, but like there were, for lack of a better term, I hate to call this, but like cliques, like they weren't gangs, but like cliques of guys that got along together. Yeah. And Chris's age group. Yeah. And so, so like, like there was just like on that island there was like groups of kids like probably teenage age boys that were like we're friends we're not friends with you like kind of mm-hmm. was it rival like snap beans <laughs> like do they have night fights I mean I mean yes. some West Side Story yes and no <laughs> the real yes, phrase is that it's yes and no like I don't consider them gangs they weren't out there trying to like do gang shit they literally just were out to hurt each other and like there were some knife fights there were some shits like that going on there's stupid boys basically better going on and they were like we live in the country we got guns we got knives like let's fight do a thing like let's do a thing let's <laughs> gang war let's do it <laughs> let's but do a gang it war wasn't like, it wasn't actually like gang war it was just like a pretty big group of guys anyways my brother apparently got jumped by a certain group of guys and while me and my mom were out at this Baptist event, um, it turns out the kid that jumped my brother, like, his dad lived a street over from us and needed roofing. So he was on our street repairing someone's roof. My dad, his alcoholic ways, was very drunk at this point. <laughs> oh my god, I can't uh, remember this story. <laughs> so... <laughs> He, he knows he's out there. Like, he knows he's, like, two houses down on the opposite, opposite side of the road repairing this roof. <laughs> my mom always kept, like, a... Like, a bowl of apples. <laughs> like, my dad in his drunken splendor. Because, my God, if he was good for anything else, he's good for comedic stories. He takes, like, this bushel of apples out with him. And he a starts... Bushel. Throwing it at the guy on the roof because he's so drunk. And just like, your son fucked my son up. Like, <laughs> oh my like he's literally just like throwing apples at this guy who's on his roof trying to do his job. Oh <laughs> stop. Sir, sir. No, How many apples dim- do you have? <laughs> I'm picking up the Jose roll off the roof. I can just know like, the two they're guys all clanging all together. <laughs> Knowing the two guys who it was, it was definitely not that complimentary. Like, <laughs> sir, sir. Like, no, god damn, butch, what the fuck are you doing? Like, like it was like that. Oh it was god. probably like, I will come down there and fuck you up. I will. God damn, <laughs> do it. Son of a bitch, stop throwing apples at me. I'm gonna fall off. Oh my god, Jesus the Christ. The funniest part is, is that both of them get taken to jail, obviously, in the same cop car. Did you not put them in separate cop cars? The same cop car. See the cop they're fighting is like, I will pull over and separate you going to jail. So be like, I was doing my I job here. He came and threw apples at me. Like, honestly, I'd be like, and, and, and the apples did not originate on the roof. Innocent to proving guilty. <laughs> so obviously, me and, my come, me and my mom come home from church, which isn't there. And there's two teenage boys, like, they're like by themselves, not being watched. And so that my family was very big on that, but they were like, Mom literally comes home and she's like, Where the fuck is Butch at? And literally, Chris's friend Jeffrey turns around and puts his hands behind his back and goes, Click, click. And Mom's like, What the fuck do you mean by that? And he was like, You got taken to jail. And she was like, What? 
thing. Why? <laughs> what did he do? He and it's like, literally, my memory is like, going to church, we did the Baptist thing. They have this weird, like, no, Baptists are weird. Like, they have this weird, yeah. that's not how we grew up. Like, they have this weird, like, and this is specific to this Baptist church, but they're like, hug a stranger. And you're like, oh, no, they, oh yeah, they, no. They yeah. They always said that when I were like, with my mom and dad, and they're like, say hello. And I'm just like, Hello. And literally, my mom after that was like, "No," she was like, <laughs> "We don't have to do this." Uh, no, we're not gonna do that ever again. We're not gonna. We're not gonna <laughs> so like, we went home. So like, my memory is like going to church, having a weird experience there too, but being like, it's not that bad. Like nothing happened, but like being like, I don't want to talk to people. I don't know. And the mom yeah. was like, "Never again." Then we got home, and then she was like, "Where the fuck is your dad?" At? And they were like. He went to God just kept in jail. Like, <laughs> what the fuck like, is happening? Why is this happening? And that's my roller coaster ride. But my second memory that I would like to share very briefly, and I know both of you guys have heard this already, but I have to share it every time I can get. So I just want to let you know if you are a parent or a aunt or an uncle, the things you say to kids have lasting effects. And I will explain why right now. <laughs> they have a lasting So when I was growing up, my dad, Butch Kalk, and uh, his brother, Timmy, uh, both had a fascination with kung fu movies. So I grew up with a very <laughs> big fascination about Bruce Lee. So I'm a child. I love the movies. I don't understand fact from fiction. Yeah. My uncle literally tells me. My Uncle Timmy. And this, this is not just me. It's me and my brother, Brian. We've, this is the thing that happened to both of us. We're very young. A little over a year apart. He was like, he died in a cave fighting a bear. We're like, oh my, did he? <laughs> he is the best kung fu, like the best martial arts. But he's ever. no match like, for a bear. Like he literally like went through all the humans. He was like, I can only fight a bear now. The only logical choice is to move up from human to bear. Like, and then I gotta see if I can do that. That's <laughs> literally our mindset. But regardless, I believe that shit till I was about sixteen or seventeen years old. It was said to me as a child. I was like, that's how he died, and I took that shit like. I'm just taking that shit to the grave. Like, I know how Bruce Lee died. So, I will say there was a brief moment where I feel like our friend group not had a skirmish about it, but, like, we had talked about it, and I was like, no, that's No, I, I, I legitimately remember the conversation around a bonfire about that. It was when we used to have bonfires, and somebody mentioned it, and you, like, came out with that. Yeah, I like, a little bit kind of like, you know, I was like, you died in Cape Fighting a Bear, and like, like, what? Well, everybody I was, like, thought, nope, I feel like at first that you were joking, so I was like, ha, 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 and you're like... Yeah, no, 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 no. And everybody's like, like, why are we laughing about this? Like, this is you know, that he died from like sleeping pills or like, so just, you what just happened was that was him, right? He didn't wake. He just didn't wake that, up. No, no, that was what? a drug. That was a drug night as teenagers. So. But was that how he actually died? Though? Drug yes. So, so okay, okay. Was a drug night as teenagers. Sorry, I was like, I'm okay. gonna make sure I'm not saying it wrong. A drug night as teenagers. So we like did not have a definitive yes or no. I feel like we yeah. were just basically we're like something. I don't think that happened. Yeah, I feel like we're like I don't think that happened. Like I don't think that happened, but. I don't know. I mean, shit. Like, it's yeah. not something I'm gonna argue over. So, literally, we get to, like, me being, like, 17 years of age. I'm at home. There's cable TV. And there's, like, an oh, E.H. Yeah, Hollywood my... story. And it's about Bruce Lee. And I was like, I will finally get clarification on why the fuck he decided to go in a cave and fight a bear. It's like, that was, like... <laughs> Even before, why like, would you tell me why you fought a bear? Before I took that stance at that bonfire, like as a child, I was like, "That's what happens." So, like I firmly believe that's what happened, but like I never understood why. Like in my mind, I was like, "That's what happened," but like 
Are you serious? Like, he just was like, I'm going to fight a bear in a cave. This is what's going to happen. And I was like, uh, why? why? How did he get in, get in the cave? I need so he could be like 17 in his E True Hollywood story is on. And I literally click on it because I'm like, this will explain everything. You know, he explained nothing. <laughs> because guess what? He never went in a cave. He never fought a bear. That's not how he died. So at the end of it, like, I'm literally watching it to the last second and being like, so at what point did he bite the bear? Like, literally, they're like, he died from taking too many sleeping pills. I was like, but there's a bear after this, right? Like, like he comes up and fights bear. He pops up and there's a bear that just happens to be there. And no, it did not happen. Which is what I'm going to say. Be very careful about what you say to your children. Because you never know how long they might believe this shit. I believe that until I was almost graduated from high school. That's a long time. That's a long I time. firmly believed that. Like that was the thing I believed in. Like <laughs> that's funny though. That's a that's a weird. Dream I believe in that more than I believed in Jesus as a child. Like, <laughs> like even Jesus as a child was like eh, maybe like, <laughs> maybe. maybe. But I know Bruce Lee. Like Bruce, I know child. Bruce Lee. I know about this bear in a cave ship. <laughs> so like, oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, Bruce Lee. Um, he had taken a painkiller. He had a headache. Apparently, he'd been through, and I didn't realize, I guess I didn't know the full story, but okay, so when he was doing automated dialogue replacement sessions for Enter the Dragon in Hong Kong, um, he, this is May of 73, he was uh, suffering from seizures and headaches, was immediately rushed to the Hong Kong Baptist Hospital, um, and was diagnosed with a cerebral edema they were able to reduce the swelling through administration of mannitol. The headache and cerebral edema that occurred in his first collapse were later repeated on the day of his death. So fast forward a couple of months, July 20th at 73. He was at, um, anyway, he was working. They went to this Taiwanese actress's home to go over a script uh, for the, movie, the film Game of Death. Uh, he, later he said he had a headache and... The actress gave him a painkiller called Equagesic or Equagesic, um, which contained both aspirin and a tranquilizer called uh, Meprobamate. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Anyway, he went to lie down for a nap. Never woke up. Never woke up. That's very sad. Yeah. This is exciting as finding a cave in a bear. Or fighting a cave in a but bear. But I think I actually understand <laughs> why now my uncle had that thought. Is because in Enter the Dragon, I'm not shouldn't equate to a man fighting a cave or fighting a bear in a cave. <laughs> but fighting true. a cave in a bear. Fighting but, a cave in a bear. So in Enter the Dragon, the bad guy. Because I mean that's the one where they have all the fighters on the island. It's basically like Mortal Kombat. But uh, the bad guy that runs the whole thing has like this claw. And they end up in a mirror thing. Mm. And he's, like, trying to, like, claw them and stuff like yeah. that. And I'm thinking maybe, like, my uncle may have been, like, on a drunken vendor. Oh. Or on something else, possibly. I thought he was fighting a bear. And he was, like, fighting a bear in a cave. So he died. This is my story. <laughs> <laughs> my story. He died. It happened. He's dead. In a cave. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll never know in my family. We'll but. never truly know. What? I mean, I, I feel like I have a couple of stories and, like... One of them is about my parents, one of them is about my cousins, and then one of the one of them is about me with my cousins. None of them are super long, but this first one is, I wasn't born, but my parents, like, weren't married yet, and they lived up in Iowa, and so 
We lived up in Iowa. That's where, like, the bulk of my father's family is from is Iowa and Illinois. And my mom moved around the north, like, her whole life. Because she was actually adopted, and she was adopted from Tennessee. And then, you know, ended up migrating back here. Anywho, they had been dating for a while, and they had started dating on New Year's. So this was, like, I don't know if it was a year after they started dating, but it was, like, a year or two after they started dating. It was a New Year's again. So, like, she said... I guess when you go to Iowa, there's thing going across the river is where they have a lot of the bars and the strip joints and the clubs <laughs> and all those types of things. So when, when you say someone's across the river, Basically. they're gone. Like, for instance, my dad's grandfather, or my dad's dad, I don't call him grandfather because fuck that man. He's dead now. Whatever. That's horrible. But anywho, anywho he would be across the river all the time because he was like a raging alcoholic. Strippers, whores, loved it. Great. You know, anywho, so he was always across there too. Well, I guess one night they went across the river and at that point my mom said that my my dad's sister, Jackie, because he has two, he has two sisters and a brother. So, um, she was working at a bar. So, you know, at that point, you know, she's working at the bar. She's giving them free drinks, you know, giving, you know, they're paying for maybe some, but like giving them bottles. And so they're drinking and so they start drinking and then they literally close the bar down with her. So his sister ends up bringing some guy home. They go back with her to her place or whatever. So my mom says that they go off into the room and do their own thing. So mom and dad, she... She said that, she's like, we were so drunk that basically she's like, I don't know how we got back to her house. I don't remember that part. <laughs> she was like, I just, That's we were brilliant. there. She was like, we were just there. And she was like, I knew at that point we would be super sick. She was like, because we had had like bunches of liquor. She said afterwards we like, she knows she's like, we ate like pizza, pop, just all this shit. She's like, we were eating a bunch of like greasy ass food, drinking oh. a bunch of liquor, whatever. She's like, I knew what the outcome She's like, be. so we, me and your dad woke up really early. And she was like, so we woke up really early, and she was like, I was fucking sick as a dog. She was like, to the point where it was like on the toilet shitting, puking, like you yeah, know, just like both at the same time. Do both ends. So like this was like they had been dating for a little bit, but she said it was still early on in like the grand scheme, I guess, of the relationship. So like yeah. she said that she was like just so feeling so bad, and like by this time, I guess she it was either I think my aunt had gone to work already, so nobody was in the house at that point, so they were having their own time. Mom said like she was like <laughs> shitting at that point, like really feeling bad, and I guess she like called my dad. She was like, "Hold my hand, like I feel super sick, like all this stuff." So I guess my dad like was holding her hand. She was still in the bathroom, and I guess like my dad was also like not feeling well from drinking that I poured. So he's like, like I would also that, like to... she's sick. I shitty, feel like I should be sick. He vomits in the sink. And apparently he had had a bunch of popcorn, so Mom said it was like, just like popcorn. And oh, like, God. So this whole, like, popcorn thing. Vomit. And she oh. said that, like, they were trying to get out of there because they both felt so bad at this point that, like, after this whole thing, she's like, we try to, like, wash up the sink real quick. We're like, gotta just, like, go and get out of here and just leave. And then, like, I feel like... Also, she said that there was, like, other people that had come over the house. Like, it was one of those nights. Like, just a bunch of stuff happened. They're like, we just got to get out of here. Like, at that point, they were the last ones left. Okay. We got to go. At his sister's house. They get back, and apparently they get a call later from his sister. And she was like, I, I don't know what happened last night. My house is a wreck. And, like, going through all this stuff and talking to him. And she's like, and to top it all off, somebody threw a popcorn in my sink. And they're <laughs> just like all of a sudden, like, like, oh no! And she's like, like, puked and shit, like, like, like shit. And, and she's like, like we nuts. never told her that yeah, we totally shot house. Like that us. sounds wild. But then also going <laughs> back to now, my cousins. 
so Ugh. like okay so i don't have i'm the only child but my aunt she has two kids so my two cousins andrew and Allie, both are adopted but both are like we're all five years apart so i'm the youngest i'm five years apart from natalie 10 years apart from andrew and she's five years from him so we're all like five years apart so we close enough in age to be okay with each other but far enough where we're all at different stages in life you know what i'm saying we're all like meet those stages differently so like i'm five and she's 10 and then he's like 15 this is probably about this same time that this story and another story takes place i'm always andrew always treats me like his little sister Mm -hmm. so like I love him to death. Like, we yeah. were super, like, we were super close in kids, and we're still, like, not as close as older, but, like, I still, like, he was my favorite cousin. He was, like, a big brother to me. Me and Allie did not fucking get along. Mm. Like, it just it did not happen. So, I know I used to hang out at their house all the time, and, like, I learned a lot of my cuss words from them. They cursed like <laughs> fucking sailors. That's and they, what and I learned let, me, I let, me, let me preface this with they either went to. <laughs> Private Christian or Catholic schools, their whole yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's but they curse like fucking sailors. Like, I mean, I remember this one day. Like, they used to, we. I watched wrestling with Andrew too a lot. Like, I watched it with him too. And like, they were like, and like, my aunt's house is fucking fancy, and you've seen it. It's the always a nice oh, house. Yeah. And like, we were running around upstairs, and they were like going wild. And I was like five, so I'm just like, you know, watching. And then like, I remember. They used to play fight all the time, and, like, they were doing wrestling moves, and, like, at first he was doing it with me, and it was just, like, fun. Like, he was, like, yeah. tossing me on the couch and everything, and she came in and was being, you know, bitchy. She was, like, you know, 10, 11, you know, just kind of me. And I always just would, like, talk shit, and so apparently, I guess, like, me and her started, like, play fighting, and she, like, pushed me. And he, like, at this point, I, we had migrated from the bonus room down the hallway, because it's, like, the bonus room, bathroom, go down the stairs to the kitchen, go. It's his room... And then the pair, her, my aunt and uncle's room, and then her room's up there. This is just upstairs. And then, but yeah. so we migrate into his room, and I'm upset because she pushed me, and we're fighting. He fucking picks her up, and I don't even know, German suplex something. Her on the bed, like, <laughs> like, because he was like not trying to hurt her, but at the same time he was like, like come getting this off. And they were like cussing at each other, and he's like, stop fucking cussing, even though he was too, because he was like, or she's a kid, and he's she's like, fuck you. Like I remember this whole thing. Like they were like, and he, and when he she hits the bed, breaks the bed, and I don't mean just breaks the frame, <laughs> the legs break all four, and oh, you hear it hit, and it's all wood, so you hear it, and then I just hear my aunt go. And I run. Like, I straighten up. And Natalie's crying. Not that she's, like, super hurt. I'm sure it didn't no, feel great. No, but, like, the, she knows the bed broke, But, like, he, he goes out of the room. And then all I remember is she runs into his room. He's not in there. I'm not in there. The bed's fucking broken. She's crying. And I just remember her screaming. And I don't remember my aunt screaming. Like, she's not really like that. But I just remember her screaming. I was like, I just want to leave. <laughs> I was like, this I is not fun anymore. God. I call my mom real quick. <laughs> and going back, this is another quick story. Going back to me and uh, Natalie hating each other, we never got along. And the only times we were, like, super together, because they didn't keep us together a lot when we were younger, because we fought a lot. Yeah. Like, we I would be at our grandma's house and most of the time my mom and I feel like my aunt would ro- try to rotate weekends that we would stay there with my grandma because when we were together there like it was not cool like I vividly remember 
my grandma liked to sleep in her like lean back recliner and so I would sleep in the sofa next to her just because she would literally fall asleep watching QVC with that old people. Shopping network. Yeah. Right. So I would always sleep on the couch. Well, I remember one time vividly that she was just being such a bitch and she never ever wanted to sleep on the couch but just because I was there and even grandma said that she wouldn't sleep on the couch she always wanted to sleep in the bed but because I was there too she wanted to sleep on the couch so we were fighting over it and like grandma tried to get us to like sleep where our legs were this way because we yeah. could but we were fighting so I remember my grandma got a piece of masking tape literally to, be like, to half the couch mm -hmm. and I remember that and the whole thing pissed me off that day and I remember the next morning because we were there all weekend together we, I never could beat her in a foot race, and I was pissed off, and I was, she was like, you're, you're too slow, and just this whole thing. So she left before I did that Sunday, and she used to leave her clothes there all the time. And I never did because I only would just bring a bag, but she, like, would just leave just, like, shit ton of clothes because, like, she always wanted, like, grandma to buy her stuff when we went out. And, like, I kind of wanted toys, but she was to the age where she also, like, wanted clothes and stuff, yeah. too. I so she'd like, always leave sure. a bunch of clothes there. So... I got a fucking pair of scissors and I cut out all the boobs and the asses to all of her clothes. Every single pair of clothes she had laying in a chair in the back room. Oh my god. You were like the original Mean Girls. Like before it was Mean Girls. Because that was way before Every single pair. And I just remember my grandma coming in and it was towards the end of it. And she was like, what are you doing? I was like, what? She's like, oh my god. And I I don't really remember getting in trouble though for it, but I definitely did it. And then also you like, remember like those like she's a bitch. really like, um, <laughs> they're like they're those set, those towns set up like things mm -hmm. that where you could have little things. Well, I had a really old one, and the stoplight I vividly remember was made of metal. Mm -hmm. and it was a metal like stoplight, <laughs> probably you? about as high as what this bottle, but it was pretty hefty. Well, she was being a bitch and talking shit, and she was sitting in the playroom, and I had my stuff set up, and I remember it was probably like six or seven. She was just being really mean. And I had left the room, and I, I remember I, for some reason, I had the stoplight in my hand. I left the room, came back, and she was sitting there <laughs> fucking with my shit, and I was like, hey, I'm playing here. She's like, well, I want to do this, that, and the I'm other. I'm playing here, bitch. And I fucking took the stoplight, threw it right in her fucking head, she started bleeding. <laughs> I was, I Jesus, mean, Brittany. Like, I was, I hated oh her so much when we were younger. I remember one time we got really drunk, fairly recently, before she had her baby and everything, and I remember we were both I could tell we were both drunk because I remember we were sitting in front of the fire and I was like I'm so sorry that I was such a bitch to you when I was younger she was like I was a real bitch to you too she was like we that were apology, really like... mean to each other I was like like honestly like I didn't have a sister but I feel like I definitely for a good five to six years of my life when we were like super all together like I this we is my sister fought hard <laughs> like, it, was, it, it was not fun it was not fun oh I do not yeah, those are the stories I thought of, so we can stretch from that. Let's uh, wrap it up, I think. I guess I was a very mean child, is all I have to say. Like, deep down, like, I still feel like I have petty left in me, but I feel like I really was super petty when I was a kid. Cutting like, the boobs and the butt. No, I remember just being like, I, and I even remember, like, being super petty like, for, like, it, like, in school, like, if you fold it, then it makes it, like, oh, a, yeah. like a... <laughs> it was, How old were you if you had to, like, estimate? Just out of curiosity. Six or seven. That's really petty for like a six or seven year old. Like that's super that's petty. Like, that's intense revenge for a six to seven year old. I think you might be. I just remember knowing that all of her clothes you, you laid in that serial killer. <laughs> like, I would have been. A, this is so. This is gonna. After this is over, I have a story about that that I meant to tell somebody, but just we'll talk about. Okay. It after yeah. We'll, okay. Well, I, 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 I'm, I'm not a serial killer. killer. That's not what I'm gonna admit. But no, I have a 
story about that. <laughs> well, phonetics on that serial killer note, we're going to sign out now. <laughs> right. Please feel free to follow us on all of our social media. You can follow us on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Search at 3 fans to pod, all lowercase, all one word. We'll see the big gold belt pop up with the microphone side plates. That's how you know you're in the right place. <laughs> like it, follow it, subscribe to it. We're posting new shit all the time. And also, the most important places you could ever find us are the places you can find these velvety, silky, <laughs> fantastic voices of us. Velvety. Oh, with a lot of different textures there. <laughs> but those places are, uh, you can find us on Spotify. SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean, and Spotify. Again. And iTunes. And iTunes. And also that one. <laughs> and that. Again, search at three fans in a pod, a lowercase, all one word. You will see the big gold belt with the microphone side plates pop up. And I don't understand how after this episode you don't like us. So please <laughs> give our tracks a like. Subscribe to us so we can get the new episodes. We're burying our souls here. It's a lot of drunk shit going on at this point. Oh. How could you not want to keep up with this weekly? <laughs> and if you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics, whether they be wrestling or not at this point, anything you want to hear us talk about, for the love of God, send us an email. Three fans in a pod. Again, all lowercase, all one word, at gmail.com. We'll bring you up. Even if we don't like what you say, just roast you. So, yeah. give us an email. I think that's it. I think we're out. <laughs> Alright, we out. Crickets. We out, bitches. Oh,